0: I thought you saw his junk either way. Hey, yeah, who's a, a beefy midget? You're an idiot. Nate gets all sexist and racist. 90% of our openings are Nate quotes. Can I start silver? I probably would fuck a tree knot. I'd steal their
1: panties, Will. Well, this has gotten awfully dark. Hello, and welcome to the Motive Pixels podcast. I'm your host, Polly Kroll, and joining me is... Will Atkinson.
0: Nate Stevens, Craig Schumann.
1: Brian Pachuki. Today we're going to be talking about Firewatch, so I want to give a brief warning. If you haven't played the game or if you're interested in not having it spoiled, please play it now and then come back and join us for a nice discussion about the game. We'll start off, as we do all of our podcasts, with a question for the group. A little backward this time, right? Yes. The question is going to be, what would be the first thing we would bring along camping? However, uh, you don't get to answer it personally. We're all going to answer for each person. So why don't we start off with Will? (laughs) What do we all think Will's going to bring along? First thing he grabs when he's going out on a camping trip.
0: His duffel bag full of weed leaves for sure. Yeah, I think
1: he's totally gonna bring pot. <laughs> the marriage <of> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably gonna be an edible form because he's like so lazy of a pothead that he can't even like.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: It'll definitely be like. It'll be either like brownies or cookies. Yeah.
4: And his vita, right? It's probably his
0: vita.
1: No backup. We only get the one.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> we have unanimous consent on that. I, I so. think. How about oh, Polly? Right. What's what's well, Polly gonna bring? His, his guitar I, yeah I think it's his guitar yeah, Guitar. guitar yeah. you guys
1: are absolutely <laughs> right that is the first thing I always grab it's to my girlfriend because she's like we don't have to put everything on top of the guitar that can go in last Nice. but it's true
4: what about Brian? I feel like Brian's gonna bring his wife yeah or his
0: baby
1: Oh. Uh, I think I said the first thing where I don't want to call Brian's wife <laughs> <his name. laughs>
4: That's That's that well I would hope I would bring her. but sure does she not get to be an object?
0: <laughs> that's Very respectable Wait, that's, yeah, of us. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, we're that's, good. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> what would be his first thing?
5: I I kind of want to say of his Vita. Yeah,
0: yeah, I feel like Brian's actually the Vita guy.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, but we took so long to get Brian a Vita in the first place. That doesn't. Quite yeah, yeah, so, yeah, but
2: it what's the, the?
1: He's he's going to have to play a game while he's in the woods, right? Right. Yeah. yeah definitely. So it's, it that's what he, he's not going to bring now. his laptop to play a game.
4: No, that's true. You could um, probably
1: yeah. hide the veto off to the side of like when his wife's not looking at him and get in a couple of rounds really quick. <laughs> get so. in some
4: Persona
3: 4.
5: So I don't know about... Let's go over to Craig. Craig.
1: Craig's going to be the tough one. Nate's easy.
0: Yeah. Cra- well, um, yes, I am. <laughs> um, that means two things. I'm going to think, does.
1: judging... I, I haven't known Craig for very long, and every time I see him is during this podcast, but he's also always drinking beer. So I'm going to go with beer is the I first think, thing he does. I think for. beer, too. <laughs>
0: Beer? Like a, a sizable collection of a variety don't, don't of Don't feel bad beer. though, Craig. Just, the,
1: the second thing I would go for is the beer. So, just
0: Craig yeah.
3: with the duffel bag full, uh, we in a twelve-pack. <laughs> yeah, beer. Is, that's good or something.
4: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. checks out. I brought beer back from Portland to take with me hiking in the Rocky Mountains. So,
0: I vomited after two thirds of a beer last night. That's disappointing. It's it, Craig, <clears> and
4: it's, it's waste of two thirds of a beer. Oh, uh. Especially a good beer. It was Vanilla Porter from
0: Breck, wasn't it? Dry Dock, yeah. I, you oh, know, it was Dry Dock? Yeah, Dry All right, dry you d- can throw it up. <laughs> Just because they're in Aurora. <laughs> I, it right. was
1: disappointing.
0: It is disappointing. It's but still it still sounds like pizza, of beer. so it wasn't all bad. Oh, God.
1: So,
5: Nate, what would you bring along? Or, no, no what I can't answer. Yeah, we
2: can't. Yeah. 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 All right.
5: I, I'm pretty sure it's his copy of Infinite Just.
2: Oh, I feel so known. That seems appropriate.
0: Yeah, it does. Does anyone else have any guesses? I was going to go with
4: a condom in the hope of...
0: of I I probably would fuck a tree knot.
1: (laughs) Which brings us to the plot of Firewatch. Firewatch begins... Well, there's a prologue right before the main character, Henry takes the job in 1989 as a fire lookout at the Shoshone National Forest in Wyoming but right before he takes the job it's kind of jump cut in between him on his way out to the forest and going through the prologue is a bunch of text and text choices where you learn where you meet your wife Julia out at a campus bar. Obviously, she's not your wife yet. This is when the two, Henry and Julia, met, and you approach her at a campus bar, and you are it's the first. I believe the first text choice you have is how do you approach her? Yeah. Yeah. What you want to say to her, and kind of starts off the game. Many choices, however, not much, not much action over what you can actually change with the story in this game. You so can. So you choose approach what her at a campus bar, and you find out That's that true. she is a professor. Whereas you had thought she was a student, or at least I did. Anybody have any other outcomes there?
0: Ms. Boulder. I assume she was a student.
4: No, I mean... You're no, no, she's it, a professor. She's she, a if you let her go be a professor on the East Coast and commute back oh. and forth. No, that's yeah, way
3: way forward ahead. No, but she's still a professor. You think she's a student. That's, that's one of the jokes. He even mentioned
1: it during the game he's like he tells yeah. delilah like oh, yeah, yeah when you first meet her you approach her and ask her, like i asked her what her major was I the do- other oh option
4: is, that's yeah. right okay you're going back to that part all right my bad
1: yeah and then that's you it. get many other choices through text you learn about their life it asks you what kind of dog you want to get what you want to name the dog husky she says that she wants kids and kind of approaches you about that and how you react to that you guys get jumped and it's kind of whether or not you've attacked the person who jumps you or let like kind of scare him away and uh finally she gets a uh job offer that where was the job located
0: east coast somewhere somewhere yeah. yeah. so i want somewhere. to say like no. new
1: hampshire or something like that but i could be way off there nobody's yeah, in been yale to,
0: especially not the host I thought it was Connecticut. I thought it was Connecticut.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she gets a job offer there. And this is the first time I kind of noticed in the game where neither of the choices is like a good and evil choice. One of them is you either say she can't take the offer or you say she has to commute from Boulder to (laughs) Yale. It's a pretty
4: selfish choice.
1: Yeah. They're both very selfish choices. The first time I think where you really notice like this game isn't giving you much control over your character it's it's a very he already has his opinion you're just kind of seeing how he presents it so
4: right like he has an idea of how he's going to go through it but it's not necessarily up to you to completely sway it the other direction it's just how you present that idea
1: exactly a little bit later on you discover through more of the prologue that julia is diagnosed with early onset alzheimer's she has some episodes at work and she gets sent back i think she's like forty. That comes on four vastness, or 47 doesn't it? Uh, it's something I think she's like
4: 43. On. Well, actually, no, Delilah no. is 43. Yeah. She's, she's in her late 30s. She's in her late 30s, yeah, when she's
0: diagnosed, but he, I don't know how old she Hank is. Hank is like, nobody knows what to do with it. Alzheimer's yeah, I think it's just
5: because 30s. of the way yeah. they present it to you, but it feels like they're like, on the first line is like, oh, she forgot her keys. The next line is, oh, and she has no memory. And the third line is, now she's been diagnosed. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Before any of the game begins, it starts off with like happy
1: music and it's all happy. And then all of a sudden things are going, your life is going wrong. Nice little gut punch. Yep. Do you have more choices, a little bit darker, whereas you have to decide whether you want to put her in a home. In my version of the choices, pretty much like I guess my my character was an alcoholic. So he said he is going out drinking. His choices were you can either put a chair in front of her door so she can't get out and get herself in trouble. Or you went you, down the
3: hard path, huh? Or
1: you, you believe shit. that she sleeps very soundly, so you don't think she'll get up, and you'll go out to the bar.
3: Damn, I never went. I didn't go down that path. <laughs> Ugh,
1: wow. Kind of curious as to what your guys' other choices are, but we'll get get to that a little bit later. No, we'll get through that. the story, or try to. Yeah,
3: definitely not that. <laughs> <Holy> so, <shit. laughs> in,
1: in my my version of the story, Henry's drinking drinking problem gets him actually arrested, <laughs> and he gets put in uh, the drunk tank overnight. Which is what causes Julia's parents to come and kind of
5: whisk her away to Australia.
2: <laughs> Sorry, what were what were, just, your other, you're, uh, you're, what were your other what uh, were
5: your other versions of that story? I think this is the part where she stays out late partying, and then you decide whether you get mad at her or give her the cold shoulder. I
3: did. Yeah, I got that one. I
5: I, I had that as well. I so, gave her the cold shoulder. So I had like yeah. This, like, this like happened I had, after that.
3: What was your major? Do you ask her what's your major? The other one I did. What's your major? Then it was the dog. It was like the German shepherd, shepherd and she wanted the beagle. I went with the beagle.
4: Nope. German uh, shepherd.
3: She asked, do you want to have kids? I think I said, sure. Um, yeah. Then I think Will nope, was saying. Nope. No like, kids. She
2: go-
1: yeah. I said she no
3: kids She goes out late and then comes back and I think I just ignored her. Like I didn't get mad or something. I also
2: did.
1: Um,
3: Cold as then ice. it was like, she draws you and how do you pose? And I, I and one was like He-Man, which I did. And then the other Victoria's one was Victoria's like, Secret. Woo, woo. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like. That's the neat answer right there.
5: Oh, definitely. The Is that, we that, both that,
4: picked it on this side.
5: Why? So a little That's, bit later, know. you you open a scratch book, right? Yeah. yeah and, and you and see... You see, you see the,
4: her. Yeah, you see yourself drawn in the... Yeah. yeah, it's
0: fantastic. How did I, how did I get isolated as the Victoria's Secret picker? <laughs> but, uh, I'm, more, I'm more curious list. about
1: how um, your guys' choices affected how you, uh, she ends up getting getting then taken went, out of your life well then it she went like was. this so
3: it was like you get mugged and i think i just scared them away i didn't so i didn't get arrested i agreed she can take the job as long as she commutes back and forth then she gets diagnosed and i said let's go talk to somebody about it then they said then she's they said like she gets, keeps getting worse and i said okay th- we need full-time care facility and then her family shows up and it's just like oh i can't deal with it anymore so i leave that was my path I don't no. know if anybody had anything different
1: than me or Polly.
4: Well, I didn't go down the S- drunk rabbit hole, despite your guys' you, answer. Did you put her? Earlier.
1: You did put her in a home. Is that what you said? I yes. So I think that's the difference.
4: Yeah, I think I said I was gonna care for her. I was gonna try and help out, but I can't recall where it goes after that though.
1: Because that it seems to be the main branching path between us two. There, I said I'd take care of her, and it was like way too much for me, which is how it developed. He developed a drinking problem. Oh God. Oh.
3: Mine was just like, oh, I put her in a facility, but then it was the first week, you visit her every day and every and spend every minute with her. Then, like, the next week, you're going, like, one, every, like other two, day. Yeah, every other day, and then it becomes once a week, and then...
4: I would have to look at, like, the roadmap that they did in Twine and see so if, neat, what the answers uh, were.
1: But either way, your wife and you are no longer together. She's sick with Alzheimer's, and she goes and moves to Melbourne with her parents, mm-hmm. and... They oh, so offer you the option.
3: That. She was still in the facility, but it was like her parents kept taking care of her, I think. I think. Oh, all
1: right. I think. Either way, the main character, Henry, instead of trying to stay in his wife's life, his sick wife's life, decides to take a job as a fire lookout in a forest and kind of just escape from his problems. And that's pretty much the intro to the game. And
3: this is roughly like, what, 10? It, it, the prologue starts in like the late 70s and then the the. The game actually starts in 1989, so it's roughly like ten, a little over ten years later.
4: Yeah, it's like the late 80s by the time the game starts. So 80, yeah, I know it's 1989 or
0: something. Is, is yeah, the, 99 or 89. I think yeah. 75 so from, was the first. What yeah, I, don't
3: I, heard, when, I don't know. I the first year, but yeah, but it was something like that. Like
0: from what I heard, preview builds of this game or the the builds that were shipped out to reviewers, yeah, and YouTube streamers didn't have the intro at all. Nope, it just started when the game play starts.
4: Yeah, if they wanted to keep that as a surprise until launch, which is actually, which feels like, I think, kind, kind of, of cool. Difference. But also, yeah, if you were, I don't know if the review builds were shipped out that way. I know earlier, early copies were shipped that way because they wanted it to make it to launch day. But I thought review builds had a, I thought the ver- the introduction was an interesting way to get attached to the character. With, like, in a very short period of time. Like, I was surprised, like, the emotional resonance that those choices began to have within the first few minutes of just going through in a yes or no kind of fashion. Will looks very disapproving of this. So I'm curious his thought.
5: I would have much preferred Julia to be voicing over some of it. Mm. That would have changed it quite a lot for me. Interesting. So instead of it being all text? Yeah, because... This is just how I consume media in general. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. I mean, I like to hear it, and that becomes far more powerful.
3: It was an interesting decision. Like, I, I think I would have liked the voice better, but I don't think I have a problem with the text, only because you make a lot of choices and really quickly. So it just kind of seemed to flow that you were making choices and it was in a text mode. Like, if it was, like, sp- all the things spoken and then broken up by choices, I think it would have been kind of... I would have been, I think,
5: more annoyed with that rather than just the normal... I think it would have fit really well with this game, because that's pretty much all you're doing the rest of the game, too. Yeah, you're just moving yes. around
0: receiving voiceovers.
3: Yeah, but that's different, because it's like, okay, I'm, I'm still... That flows more because like I'm making choices while ta- while there's voiceover, but like I'm doing other things. I'm either walking to some place or doing some task. Whereas this is just straight story not doing anything else
1: i feel like the decision for the text was just to kind of keep it short and concise because like they got like you said it was a gut punch like they got a lot of information to you about like alzheimer's in like one sentence whereas like if they were having a conversation what's she gonna do like well i got sent home with alzheimer's today i feel like it
5: was a lot easier just to have a nice short it didn't have to to be well it didn't have to be a conversation it you had like just read the quotes from her. That would have been enough. But I was gonna say. To I mean,
4: it's, you're you're the one making the choices, right? Like you're as Henry at that point making choices as what yes. he's doing, and to the point that Paul is making it. I, I think it put us it, at least for me, it put in like a recognizable situation where, like, yeah, you can imagine walking up to a girl at a bar and saying hello, and she was like, "Well, you're thinking about that process and like, oh, okay, he's being brave or whatever," and like later in the game he's like, "No, I was just drunk." But, like, just moments like that that you can kind of project onto a little bit and then all of a sudden have it hit you after the fact.
5: They already take, a you know, kind of the step there. That first thing where you're in the bar, you can hear, like, glasses clinking and yeah, it's subtle. Yeah, a talking at the bar. I mean, I,
3: mean, I mean, to Will's point, I do think we're talking about, like, the gut punch. I think if it was – if we did have the voice, it would have been more of a gut punch because eventually you do hear – Jules or Julia, I don't know what what, what the, the her official name is. Um, Julia. Her, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he refers to her as Jules at some time.
4: He does. Yeah,
3: nickname. You hear her voice, and I think once I heard the voice, it was more real to me. I was and like, was oh, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was. Cool. And she's really like like it kind of cements more. Like, oh yeah, you're really this is a really a person rather than just reading some text, and it put me more immersed in the situation of. Okay, yeah, these two are are married and she's this, you know, even though it's obviously still in a fake game. Yeah, but it it made way
0: more of a statement that the only time you heard her voice was your, effectively your dream, your imagination. I thought that was cool.
1: Also, the fact that the prologue was jump cuts between you going out to this fire lookout and kind of reminiscing on your life, a quick recall of your life. Now that you mention it, well, I do... I do think that kind of would be cool if maybe they threw her voice in there a couple times as you're reminiscing but maybe they had
5: they had a voice for her and turned didn't work out very well or something like that maybe they didn't like the recording who knows almost kind of the way you guys are describing it it's more like they sent out the early code and got a lot of like what the hell why why do I even care about jewels and they're like oh shit we need to find something to throw into the beginning of this game as yeah, quick I, as possible. I don't know possibly. about that I don't believe like I don't, that. Ble-
2: I don't uh, believe that
4: I, mean, I, think, I wonder about yeah, that I liked the I, intro, I thought it was so. entirely intentional that they withheld
5: it just to let yeah, it be Yeah, of course they're going to say that. I don't know. That would seem really weird if
3: they were like, oh, we're just going to throw this out here, and then our early builds that are going out to probably other devs and maybe some people they trust in the industry, not reviewers because they're not. They're definitely not sending it out to the media because then it gets leaked. And then all of a sudden the feedback was, yeah, you need to explain this because, uh, I don't know. I, I, and, and the intro, like, yes, it sets up why he – is there in a way but honestly the game would have worked as it worked as well as it worked regardless of that prologue at least for me i I don't think that prologue made it Mm. any more the game any like the story any better or worse for me
5: i disagree particularly because of the way i handled the way i told delilah about julia I totally would have done it completely different if I didn't have any context of who she was. Yeah, no, I totally not agree. I feel like that was almost like their way
1: of like setting up your character. This is who you are. This is your life. Now, like, well, now, yeah, now, now go. Well, yeah, it's a setup,
3: but I don't think the setup, you know, I think it would have worked just as well without that setup. Because a lot, like a lot of what you learn, anyways, from the situation, I learned from like talking to Delilah and explaining to her my character, you know, Henry explaining to her. The situation and i got a little bit more details than i got in the prologue anyway so So, i think you could have got it there so the
5: problem is if i don't know anything about julia then when henry is talking to delilah i'm going to say things that draw out more information from her because i as a player want to know not because henry would tell her but now that i actually have that backstory of delilah i was super guarded as henry like i did not as soon as she started talking about any of that I just shut it down and changed oh, the subject see, every single time. I was
3: completely the opposite. I was like an open book. Like She'd be like, you know, tell me about such and such. Oh, is that too much to ask? And I'd be like, no, that's okay. Let me tell you the whole, you know, yeah, but you let me give you the, the Encyclopedia Britannica version of the, of the story.
1: You can understand Will's reasoning for that, though, like now that no, he knows the, the, the backstory. Of, uh, that's
3: where I think one of the, the things the, the game did well was allow this kind of, you could have different experiences in what is ultimately the same story, the same, the same general storyline. But you could have different paths, but, you know, that got you to that and and you could view things differently. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Will having it c- doing completely the opposite of what I did is great. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think the prologue, at least for me, the prologue was good to have, but I don't think it
1: was like, oh, my God, if they didn't have it, the game would have been different for me prologue out of the way you finally arrive at the two forks fire lookout tower which is the one you're assigned to and delilah as soon as you get in the tower and turn on the lights uh delilah your supervisor from the next tower over the thoroughfare lookout picks up the walkie-talkie
5: and you get called on it to to answer to her can you actually see her tower during the game yes yes did did you guys look and see and try to see her cuz i i didn't, uh, I, I didn't know i looked at the tower a bunch of times but all you yeah, can see the, is the tower, the tower is I, so didn't it it is I didn't know you could see
2: it at all i just like a silhouette. i did not either it i doesn't... did not
3: know you could see it
1: uh, i i used it like very often to like cuz i tried getting to her multiple times in this game
3: i tried i, like I went where to... on
5: the map would she be north
1: north, she,
3: north. that's how, like how like you, want you at know the end of the where game? you
5: escape where you go to her tower that's how you get to her you don't go to her tower you go to a no you go to, no, her, you tower. Go to that was tower. her tower that was, her tower. That was you, where she was hanging you out you go to a tram yeah. and then it cuts and then you're at her tower the tram yeah,
3: takes you if, across the divide that's yeah. into her section that's right and then you walk up into her tower
1: you can see if you go to the tram before there's fire everywhere you can see the gap and you can see the trail going up and you can see her top. And actually, top I
3: did them. that. I tried to, I went there and like, I reported it to her and she's like, oh yeah, that's what the rangers use to move between our sections. And and like, if you took that, you would get to mine. But she's like, but it's not there because they don't, they're not using it now, so you can't get to me.
1: And then later on, once things start going hairy, um, you're like, don't you think this is an emergency where I should get to you? And she was like, uh, pretty much saying, like, well, I don't even know who you are. and Oh, I didn't do that. Um, oh, okay. She uh, kind of implies that she doesn't trust you. I, okay. Yeah. We'll get there in a second, I guess.
2: Yeah.
3: But that's how you get to... Yes. <sighs> that's how you... And at the but end, you, you do visit her. But you cannot see her at any
4: point in the game.
1: No, I don't think...
4: And if you go up to your tower and, like, look directly north, you can see it. And, like, it even pops up on the map and says the name of, I can't remember what her tower's name is, but then it says yeah. Delos. Tower. It says tower, their tower. tower.
1: That's why I'm surprised you never saw it because, like, the first night you get there, like, her light's on, and it's, like, the only thing you can see on the skyline. So, like, I was looking at it while she was talking to me. I yeah. was so <laughs> focused on yeah, looking, mean, at mean, he, looking at all the books and looking at
3: all I didn't see her tower outside of the end of the game. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, yeah. So, even I mean, though I tried to visit, like, I tried to go up that was to like, north and,
1: like... Yeah. That was, like, my main reference point for where I was going. And which so, reminds like me, like looking at the compass. Was anyone was
0: particularly adept at navigating this game?
3: I wasn't bad. The one, I, I mean, occasionally I would be off, but I was like, considering what I've heard podcasts, how some people just were completely lost. I was like, I wasn't that lost.
5: Yeah. I, I did pretty well. Just look at the map and know where to go. Yeah, but. I just
3: kind of like, okay, I'm going this way, and I just means I have to go in that direction, and then just keep going. And they, like any other game, they.
0: Yeah, you they know, definitely you have shuttle you down path, corridors, which is interesting and yeah. nice. But I was—I uh, felt like I looked at the map more often than I should have.
1: Yeah, I I've, didn't like—I didn't like using the map. I thought it was neat, but I didn't necessarily like using it. Yeah, I mean, so it, the, the map was
3: clunky because you had like it brings it up, but then like you had to move your view to like look at it, like parts like, yeah. and you couldn't run when you had the map open, which I I thought was annoying. So, so,
1: so I started logical. using the compass <laughs> a lot but then um once like I started getting my bearings I would use her lookout tower as a reference point
5: or lots of times there was smoke from whatever you name the fire and I would use that to know where So one quick thing early in the plot there's a spot where she has a stuck mic and you overhear her talking to somebody about you yeah, I didn't end I up did. pressing her about that did anybody else press her about that I didn't even uh, know that Nate
0: happened. did Yeah I was like hey who are you talking to and she's like oh nobody
3: yeah, I was going to say, I think I did the same thing, too. I was like, oh, I heard you. And she's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, I was just talking to somebody.
0: Yeah, and she got kind of. of she actually got kind of
4: pissed off at yeah, the way was, Nate was playing. She was like, "Why, why, why?" And it's very early on, right, that you start overhearing yeah. it. So yeah, she's like, yeah. why, why do you, like, that's none of your business. And then afterwards, she, like, called back and she's like, oh, I can understand how that would have sounded a little bit poorly. And I was just talking to one of the Rangers about something going on.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. She
3: didn't get pissed at me, but that's interesting
0: <laughs> also on the topic of the map, really quickly, yeah, according to Craig, you can turn off your location on the map, yeah, so it's just like you're looking at
4: literally so,
1: a map
0: so
4: you don't have the red dot showing where you are and mm-hmm. like the little dots following you like showing where you've like where you've yeah, cookie been crumbs recently
1: yeah i I kind of liked that
0: i I was i I liked I, it too, but it's cool that.
4: So I was thinking about how the game would have played if that would have been, the default would have been to have it off, and then it would have been like a hint system to turn it on, and then having to be more in the game to actually realize where you are on the map. Like, you don't get a dot on it. Like, you need to look around and look at the map and be like, all right, I see that I'm near a big meadow. That must be this meadow on the map, and I'm heading towards it, so I must be heading west. Like, that would have been interesting.
5: Yeah, it's like. I think for most people, that would have taken the three-hour game and turned it into a six-hour game.
4: It's probably true. Definitely. I think it could have added... It was one of those things where I played through the first time. I didn't even know that was a setting. And then I heard about it after I'd already beaten the game. And I'm like, I don't know how it would have been. But I feel like going into it a second time and just turning it off. But already knowing kind of the base of how the game's going to play out. It wasn't going to have the same impact as if you had gone in fresh with just turning it off. So never experimented with it per se.
1: So trying to go through a quick rundown of what we experience in this game, get through the plot. After that first night, it's actually the first day, I believe, have a call where fireworks are seen off in the distance, and you're asked to go check out who's lighting off fireworks and stop them. Uh, You have some choices as to how you respond, how you're going to stop them. Pretty much you get out there, and you find that there's some drunk teens lighting off fireworks, drinking, and skinny dipping. So uh, you approach them and pretty much get uh, either... You catcall them, I suppose, or you get called a pervert, either way. So you uh, encounter the drunk teens and um, they're skinny dipping out at the lake. Um, They call you a pervert
5: and head back to the tower. You go through a cave. Take a slight detour here. Yeah. Apparently, there's a boombox there, and you can. There are a couple of different ways that that boombox can play out. You can either jack their boombox. And I think You can throw it in the water and turn it off on, uh, ruin it on them Oh, um, I, I understand if you bring it back to your tower It just stays with you the entire game Yes, mm-hmm. I did not do that But I, that's what I heard, you can bring it with you basically <laughs> for, for me, I also didn't I didn't mess with the boombox And then it shows up in Ned's cave At the end of the game
4: Yeah, it's all broken apart by him But yeah, I left the boombox there as well
5: It was in the cave for me as well
1: But I just left it there after picking it up And yelling at him for a little bit but you do see a figure on your way back to the tower. Not sure who it is. It kind of freaks you out. And I thought Delilah made a um, funny comment. Well, she's like, here's. That was great.
4: <laughs> Her snark there was, yeah, just fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. She pretty much says, yes, I don't know if anybody told you about this,
5: but. This job <laughs> is outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and there's, there's
4: people, and they can be anywhere. <laughs>
1: You uh, get back to the tower, um, and actually there was a break-in at your tower. Somebody broke through the window and ransacked the place, and everything's all torn apart. I stole
4: my sheets.
0: Yeah, rude.
4: And they threw my typewriter out the window.
0: That's real dickish. So who so was you're... it, the, the chicks or Ned?
1: So at this time, you're not sure who who it was. I believe it was Ned, but I could be wrong. The next day, there's a downed communications line that Della calls in about, and she wants you to go check it out. Um you do, and you find that it was cut there 's a note from supposedly the teens you believe it 's the teens because they have their beers there, and then you head towards their campsite. You see a fire off in the distance, uh, smoke, and you find their campsite ruin uh also ransacked, torn apart, and they left a note pretty much calling you, Henry, a pervert, and being mad at you for ruining their campsite, which you're stealing the sure panties. You didn't do. The didn't steal their panties and steal their panties will so i don
5: 't know was that part of the note Could you as well? steal
3: the, their underwear? <laughs>
5: i took i think i did i don't know I like, like the, the <laughs> underwear would be like
3: on like one of the bushes and i and like i'd grab it and report it to delilah but then he would then it would be like drop it wouldn't allow me to like hold
5: and grab. all right i don't remember I that clearly so. i didn't
1: pick up the panties so i'm curious but anyway you find a backpack on your way back and it belongs to brian goodwin delilah informs you that his father Ned was a lookout but they left abruptly but turns out or did they or did they oh, oh, indeed oh, oh, oh. we already gave oh, oh, oh. that part away but you find out the children aren't allowed there but Delilah kind of liked the kid and covered it up didn't let anybody know that he had his, uh, Ned had his kid out there so then the game kind of starts at this point it starts moving along quite quickly you jump ahead like 40 days or something like that um and you find out that the teens were reported missing and henry's probably the
5: last person that ever saw them uh delilah kind of interrogates you about that a little bit and asks what you want to do this is the only point in the game where i accidentally selected the wrong thing and then i was like oh wait how do i undo it and then i'm like uh, uh do i reload or like yeah <laughs> um because you i was reloaded. gonna be like I was planning to be like, oh, just tell them. I'll answer any questions and go through that thing. And at one point, I slipped and hit, don't tell the police anything. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's not exactly. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> it just slipped I'm out kinda, of my mouth. That's not what I meant. I'm kind of curious how that text would have played out.
1: Cause I'm, and, I, I mean, I'm it ultimately the doesn't
0: matter.
3: Yeah. It, it, the, the, it, they they have the one set again ending so i know i they was nervous about it for but the
1: conversation. the conversation yes the conversation would, the way change, it, it yeah. affected the conversation was yep. would have been interesting i believe so jump way forward to day 76 henry's going out fishing and he finds a clipboard out by the same pond where you saw the drunk teen skinny dipping and the clipboard pretty much has notes transcribing the conversation between henry and delilah which starts freaking him out at the top of it it says the something about Wapiti Meadow, or was it Wapiti Research Lab, something like that. And um, he hears a noise, he finds a walkie-talkie, and when he goes and picks it up, he gets knocked out from behind. So this is where the game really starts to take a turn, where you're like, something's going on here, somebody's watching us and attacking us, somebody's spying on us. There's a lot of conversation between Henry and Delilah, asking her if she knows what's going on, she claims she doesn't. I started getting a little suspicious of Delilah at this point. Me too. Pretty much because the clipboard referenced Wipidi. um There's a Wipidi meadow on the map where Delilah suggests you go check out. And if you do, you find that it's fenced off. It's not really a good way to get into it. But eventually after you go to some other places and find axes and some other things you uh, are able to break in and you find a bunch of surveillance equipment and kind of like tent with a lot of questionable things in there. Uh, There's a scanning device. There's files on both of them. Do we have any
5: idea what the scanning device is about?
1: Yes. Yes. We can Uh, go over that. The scanning device is a tracker for tracking collars. you find out later is for the deer that the research site was actually for. Mm. Wait,
4: where did that ever come up like explicitly to talk about what the tracking collars were for?
1: You find a deer, yeah.
3: which I did not do, but I I, I
1: read this. On the last day, if you go a certain way towards the tower, your device starts beeping. And if you follow the beeps, um, it brings you to a deer that died with the collar on. And you're like, oh, that tracking device we found was actually a collar for deer. And once you actually find out about what Ned was doing, you find out that that whole site was actually like an actual legit, like forest research lab. They were tracking deers and doing regular uh, research. It wasn't like something that Ned created.
4: Yeah. That's interesting. I was going to say, I didn't see the deer on my playthrough and I didn't see the deer when Nate played through either. That's, and I figured it had to be for something like that, but,
5: there was there one was on something the work on the workbench. yeah
1: that was like part of like, I totally of the didn't even see like, it was like a block and it like had a curve to it and yep. like when it's on the the deer you could see the rest of the collar and, it's and like, if you oh, look- it makes sense and he even mentions it too he's like that's what that lab was all for
3: and if you look at the research apparently on like in the research station you know like if you look when you get to the desk and you see all the notes his stuff his notes of you and delilah is like covering the notes of the actual deer that they the, i think it was like a, either a college research thing or something like university or something that they were using about the deer when this was all set up
1: but mm-hmm. i thought they did like the fact that you guys didn't know and are asking like i thought they did an excellent job like i was sure it was some weird government agency or aliens Military that were thing, doing testing on thinking. you like i was so freaked out when you get first get into that fenced-in area and you open up that sign and a bee flies out and stings you i thought didn't I don't know happen. if that happened to any of you guys, but I thought, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I was, like, sure that they infected me with something or something like that. Like, I was <laughs>
3: super Oh, paranoid. I thought that was kind of, like, a trap that he was, like, like, whoever was, like, running this was setting up and, like, it was, like, purposely rigged that if you open it up. Yeah, like, I thought the
1: same thing, but I was, like, way <laughs> so far ahead that I was going to, like, X-Files where the bees are the, you know, no, I don't want to do too many X-Files spoilers. But.
4: Even just leaving that area, I know Nate was remarking that, uh... You're like, oh yeah, sure. I'm just going to be able to walk out of here and walk yeah. back to my tower.
0: I'm going to waltz
4: right out. I was, yeah, I like was there's super that's nervous. Something going to happen, and then all of a sudden, now you just walk back to your tower.
1: I was super <laughs> nervous because she, Delilah, kept mentioning you should get out of there, and I was trying yeah. to like find what I need to find. But at the same time, I was like, I actually took the stuff and then went and read it later because I didn't want to like stand there and read it, even oh, though I really? know, even though like that's my awesome. my gamer brain knows that when you pause the game to read something, that game is paused and nothing's going to happen. Right, It just. That's interesting. My paranoia was spiked enough to just, like, Like, I have to get out of here.
3: Because my Delilah kept saying, like, we need to find out more about what's going on. So I was just digging through everything, and I was staying there, and I'm like, whatever. The game's either set. Like, either I'm going to get caught or I'm going to make it out. So I was like, I'll just find everything I can find.
1: That's because my Delilah cared about my well-being. Boosh. (laughs) <laughs>
3: and my Delilah cared about us not getting arrested.
5: Hey there, Delilah. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, uh, <laughs> I was hoping uh, uh, that joke when it come up. yeah, uh, I was
4: waiting for one person to drop it in there. Of Thanks, course, Will. it's Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't
0: me. So <laughs> that um, is a
3: neat thing to do. Why wasn't it neat? You find all this as
1: <laughs> it was pop culture
0: related. <laughs> fist bump. Boom.
1: After uh, you find all this stuff, Delilah, at least in my version of the game, got very angry, and she uh, suggests that you guys burn it. Burn (laughs) the... Burn
2: burn it all down.
1: Yep. Yep. In my version, I told her that that's crazy. It could spread and everything like that. Um, So I left. I don't know if there's an option to actually burn it down, but I didn't.
3: No, you can not actually burn it down.
1: (laughs) So you leave, and a fire gets lit there right behind you, pretty much, because you turn around, and there's smoke coming from it and a fire burning. When you get back, it was a little bit of a problem for me because she mentions that she sees you in your tower and I could see the tower perfectly and nobody was there and I watched the stairs the whole time and got there but once you get there, you find that someone left a cassette tape on your window so maybe there's a walkie-talkie delay. I'm trying to figure out a way to explain that out but I don't think... I don't think you were supposed to be in
4: position to see the tower. yeah, When she called back, I was like, not anywhere to be looking in that direction.
1: Yeah, but either way, on the tape, there's a conversation between Delilah and Henry about burning down the site, and it sounds very incriminating, like they did do it, even though they didn't. Which sounds like almost like a blackmail thing or something like that. So you had f- used that scanner to find a backpack with the key in it, and the key is for the cave. You go down to the cave, and as soon as you get into the cave, someone locks the door behind you. As you explore the cave, you find a way out, and you find hideout that Brian had used to kind of hide out from his dad and things like that. He had. Super cool comic books and a bunch of Dungeon & Dragons stuff going on there. It was actually... I thought that part was really neat. Like, I looked at all that stuff and read everything. I liked the, the idea of the character Brian, which also find in this hideout, you find some cave climbing equipment, and you use that to go deeper into the cave, and you find that Brian's decomposed body is... Further down in the cave, was it decomposed? Oh, that no, looked pretty Brian.
3: like intact to me. <laughs>
1: really?
5: I thought it was skeleton.
3: What it was
1: like it? super skeleton. It was like brown. I mean, it's supposed to
3: be what a year later. I thought it would have been more like
1: well ash was, by then. Either way, there was a, there was a body down like, there. Like it seemed
3: pretty like intact skeleton,
1: <laughs> still attached like, to a rope. It looked like it was a climbing fall. Yeah. So you find out that Brian was still there. The fire gets really out of control at that point. So the next day, oh. the pickup chapters are coming.
5: For me, I don't know about you guys, but Delilah was super fixated on Ned murdering yes, Absolutely Brian. For me as well. She
1: was it, convinced of that. And I mentioned to her that I think it was an accident and she
3: Yeah, I think I said accident too. And I think she was just like oh well, maybe it was Ned and, you know, and there's a bunch of I don't evidence. think she was like super fixated, but she seemed to kinda of lean that way.
1: Which is understandable because I mean what kind of father if his son died in a climbing accident leaves his son down there at the bottom of a cave.
3: Well, well, also we find out beforehand before all, this part of the story that uh, Ned had he was in the I was either I don't know if Vietnam War. It must be in Vietnam. I was it like, was. Yeah. So he had he came back and he had PTSD. And the only reason he was able to come back was because I think the mother died or something. So Ned Brian had nobody to take care of him. So they brought him back, and he was all like you know fucked in the heads. He was kind of off, which is why she took to Brian, too. That's kind of like a, you know, because, like, the father was all weird with him. So I guess that's also why she was thinking, like, oh, he must have done
1: something because
3: he was messed up.
1: It seemed like she was very protective of him and also, like, guilt-ridden with the fact that she didn't say that he was out there. And now she knows he's dead. So it was just devastating to her
5: character. It's interesting that you bring it up because I think that's kind of an anachronism. I don't think that PTSD as a phrase in common usage was really popular until the last Iraq wars so having this after Vietnam seems slightly no, I don't anachronistic well, I don't, I don't, yeah I mean I don't know
1: PTSD? if she, she
5: did said I, PTSD. PTSD. I don't know if, the, I don't know if the, the, the yeah the acronym
3: necessarily I mean I know the notion was definitely there of that because that started since they used to call it shell shock that started since I yeah, think yeah that's World what I
5: one. would have expected her to
1: say Now that she mentioned um, it. in 89 though they didn't have ptsd i
3: think they had it i don't know if it was
5: widely used like the way it is used this day and age yeah.
3: i think will's got a point there i don't i don't
5: it goes, it goes mo to your point I, i'm not sure if this was on the podcast or off but did the, the time period did this thing actually matter at all and i really don't yeah this
3: think, was on a react so. that i had watched
5: from so the next day you pretty much uh, the pickup choppers are coming to get you guys out of there and
1: uh, for me, at least, communication between you, Get yourself, and Delilah has kind of broken down to just not very much. you both being sad about Brian and finding—still uh, wondering what, who was watching you, what was going on, uh, not knowing that yet. On my way towards Escape, Delilah's Tower, I found the dead deer, which showed me what the tracking device was for. And then I found—one thing I haven't brought up at all in this plot point was the notes between—I believe it was Ron and Dave? Anybody?
4: Yeah, the ones that you can find in the different supply caches that are left. I didn't piece them together, though.
1: I found a, f- a final note and a cassette tape that Ron left for Dave, and he had like a whole bunch of whiskey bottles out there and everything like that because he was drinking. I I just brought that up because that tape was really cool.
4: What was discussed in the tape?
1: It wasn't uh, audio. It was just a song. There was a note that said, Hey, I found this song that I thought you'd really like. Sorry. And he- I didn't really understand the Ron and Dave story too much but pretty much he's apologizing for not being there for him. He says I'm not really good with people. I'm better at drinking. So, I found this song and I I hope you like it if you get to hear it. And um I think if I understand correctly the story, I think that's the character that committed suicide. I think like that's probably the last thing he did before committing suicide, like apologized to his friend for not being there for him, left him a cassette tape and then killed himself. I didn't catch this at all. I didn't even um, though there yeah. was a suicide in this story i didn't know it was of this. It, it was just all through notes that were in the
5: cachet boxes how'd you know he committed suicide
1: delilah brings it up when you ask her about the them she was like you're like what happened to him she's like well he actually died and he's like what, what did he die of bears and he, she was like it was actually suicide it was like a somber moment for her and stuff like that I just really liked the song. It was funny because the whole world around me was burning and I was supposed to be escaping very quickly, but I was like, This song is fucking awesome. So I just sat there. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, it. Just, video like, games. Acoustic
3: <laughs> Doesn't matter. Vocal
1: track and everything like that.
3: Time crunch? But, um, um, hours so
1: then I go and find another tape from Ned that's his confession about his what actually happened. His son died in the climbing accident and he couldn't bring himself to report it or go back to society after Letting, allowing that to happen to his son so he just decided to live out there and didn't want anybody to find out about it which is why he was trying to make you guys pretty much he didn't ever want you to see him that one day which is what started this whole thing where if he just left you alone it probably would have been fine if he just stayed away from me the whole time which kind of sucks but that's why he did all this and, and made it seem like there was this big conspiracy because he didn't want you two to trust each other or find out anything or explore anymore which is actually what caused you to explore so much more which was a interesting plot point for me at least uh so you find that you find ned's hideout and a bunch of incriminating evidence against what he did to you guys and then you go to the thoroughfare for pickup you delilah is on the radio for you this whole time and i'm not sure how you guys handled it but she pretty much like said i'm just going to take this chopper i asked her, her to wait for me she said she would but then she didn't and then you have a final conversation with her before the chopper comes to get to you
5: yeah man that 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 one piece in particular really kind of irked me and then i knew it
3: i knew that was going to be the will (laughs) (laughs) that had will written written all over at first
1: it it irked me too but like the more time i had to to chew up that ending the more I, i started to like it like just the fact that delilah's character didn't change she's still trying to escape from everything and i think it shows how much your character has changed throughout this time because at least the way I handled things, I became way more of a. It was almost like he was ready to go back to his wife, and he wanted to try to handle things and things like that.
5: For me, it was like you—you you can't just wait five minutes for me to show up. It felt like, oh, this is just a video gamey reason not to have to generate another character asset. Yeah, they the had same the
4: helicopter with, asset, like which I didn't think. Like there's a dude in the helicopter that's only used in that one scene. And, that's yeah. a
5: good point too. Well, yeah, so they didn't have the, a person. The firefighters. Oh, you're going to go meet the firefighters. Oh, you never actually meet the firefighters. Like That's what I saw a lot in this game was you don't see any other people. But
1: I was like, what about the firefighter and the helicopter at the end of the game? And, and they yeah. look bad. Don't get and me wrong. the but skinny dippers. Like, there were yeah, people, you saw, like, but you like...
5: Yeah.
3: I but thought, they were far away. You could never actually see them, like, even though we were supposed to be.
1: I thought if you actually like saw Delilah face-to-face and had a conversation with her, it probably would have ruined the shit out of this game.
5: Yep. Yeah, but I think putting that right in front of your face... But she had, like, a reason, like, she didn't want to confront you at all. Yeah, but she's like, oh, by the way, I could just wait here for 30 seconds and wait till you're here, but I'm not gonna.
3: I think what, like, I agree, I like I, I kept hoping that you would meet her at the end, but I kind of understand their thinking of it, which at least the way I think that they were going is that she's, Henry's a a flawed character. He obviously has issues where, like, I guess if you're Polly's path, he's an alcoholic. Even if, if, even if he's not an alcoholic, he has a wife who he's always kind of weird with, and they don't always seem like they would go together. And then, and then, then the wife gets Alzheimer's, and then he does the dick move of he just leaves her, and goes off on this um, summer job, and you know that he's a really flawed character. And then. You meet Delilah, and she seems like this really put-together, really into it person. And then as the game goes on, you see that she's just as flawed yeah. as Henry is. And I think that's kind of what the ending was, is that she's flawed, and she just couldn't deal with it. Just the way you couldn't deal with a whole bunch of stuff, she couldn't deal with meeting you and, and like what it would be like if you two... To got together if that was the path you were going down. So I think she kind of just... Uh, I can't deal with this. I'm just running.
1: That was, like, so emotional for me because that was... She was already in her escape. She's been out here for, like, a decade yep. trying to escape from everything already. And her, pro- her yeah, problems I mean. just she, followed she, her. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. She's, like, and this she can't really deal with flawed her
3: character that you find out that she's not put together. And, I was and yeah, just fine with her not him.
4: being there. Like, it, yeah. it seemed right for a character to not be there at that point. And can you imagine, like, after... You've spent three months talking to someone and the only way you've talked to them is over an audio. Like, I would be excited to try and meet someone, but I'd also be absolutely terrified of meeting them and being like, what if they don't live up to it? What if I don't live up to their expectations? Like, yeah. all of those things built up. And then I think she also knows if she were to stay behind in the relationship that her and Henry had had up to this point and where, at least in my story where their relationship would have gone from there. I think she recognized that it would have been very problematic for for Henry and that he needs to go and continue to fix himself, yeah, and and go see Julia and that her being there would have not only inhibited her own progress outside of this, but also his.
5: Go ahead, Will. (laughs) My relationship with her was totally platonic. It
4: had no it was yeah, mine was not. It was just yeah. a friendship. I didn't <laughs> like, even try to have like, any romantic
1: involvement. It kind of just grew between us like, yeah, like I don't there
5: know. there was no like sexual tension or anything for her to be like, Oh, I don't I mean
4: That's see that's where mine went is like it started as friends and then like it just kinda of continued to see them bond over that time and then kind of started to seep into a couple of the conversation where she's like, Well and you know, if we saw each other we'd do you know and then he was like no, what, well, what <laughs> yeah what, I, I was
0: like well, ask what, 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 happened what? To you what happened I think it was right.
3: day nine or something it was one of the night ones I think it was the one where you you named the fire that you guys see and it's like and then days in, right? and then it cuts off, but like the way the scene ends it's like, oh, so what what would we do if we got together? Yeah. Did you get that? Did you have that line in yours um?" Because it seemed like they were. But day implying...
1: nine wasn't wasn't that or whatever that day nine. that it was, I was like know yes
4: exactly. forty or something. But I think there were platonic ways out of that. But oh, that's yeah. what I was
3: wondering because that seemed to me like that one was like, like the, oh hey what would the,
5: the girl only girl... one that would have forced me there is like the one she calls up when she's drunk and for uh, the, most of those I just didn't answer her.
2: Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> classic will see no. I
1: I always tried to respond like I was I was verbal and stuff like that. But I thought I was just being friendly
5: and things I did like too. that. Like, I mean there was a response that was just an ellipsis da, 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 like, but, da, da. but you could also just yeah, not no. respond
3: i love that, that you didn't that have was to one respond. thing in the game yeah like there's only seven point. times i think you actually have to say something everything else you could just literally not talk to her at all
0: yeah someone suggested a playthrough where you never respond and it just plays out like she's completely insane although <laughs> it's very un- I, I think the problem with the story is she still finds out about ned's camp so that kind of falls apart
3: so here's a question. Well, I've, you said there, you, ha- you have to respond a couple times, right? I think there's certain points where you actually have to talk to her. Like, like it's just part of the story. It doesn't yeah. go away. I wonder what those yeah. are. Yeah. So Ned's camp, how do you... I, I'm not sure if I actually visited Ned's camp. How did you... Did oh, you, you, yeah. You, I think
5: you have to,
1: right? Did did you at the end? The no, you don't have to have crawl the up Nets. the rope, I suppose. Did you get the tape? That was,
3: I got the tape, right? did You crawl up the rope with the, okay, with see, the arrow did, that had your name that told you to go there? I figured that's what you're supposed
4: to do, right? Go fucking this way.
3: But as soon as I grab the tape, it plays the tape, and he tells you like all the stuff, and oh then God. all of a sudden Delilah gets on the radio, and she's like, "It's all <laughs> going to hell! Get the hell out!" Dude, so what? I was just like,
1: "All right, fuck <laughs> it, I'll just leave." What? what the? Oh my God! How wow. could you possibly not cry, wow. climb up that rope? There's different what things the you fuck? can take. To...
3: It doesn't obviously oh, wow. change anything. I mean, that's, I, that's but it. tell me so, about the camp. No, the that cave, breaks the, the game camp. though, so that,
0: because she knows about Ned's camp, doesn't she? Even if it doesn't
3: matter. Know. She didn't tell me about Ned's camp. Why would it matter if she knew about his
5: camp? Game?
2: How would she know I guess that? Like yeah, already, at the end of
0: the game? You, she doesn't talk about it. Yeah.
5: No. Okay. There's this little smaller oh, cave where. That
0: woke me up. That's,
5: that's what rage. I figured because of the rope.
3: I'm like, you could probably climb up that, but then that's insane. Like, it just kind
5: of shows where he's been living. There's a bunch of mementos from Brian next to his bed that kind of shows that he actually really did care about his kid. And then there's a bunch of electronic stuff where he's been messing around, and the the broken boom box we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a spot right at the edge of the cave where he can look right at your tower. So he's obviously been looking right at you the entire time. Yeah.
3: Okay, so a bunch of bullshit that didn't really ultimately change anything. Oh. So it was...
5: The whole, whole game is... The, one thing no, that, no, the, the whole that doesn't the
2: change. So yeah. The
1: one thing that Will didn't mention was the thing I thought was most interesting in the cave was the drafts of him drafting up your guys
4: like personality scores yeah
1: yeah your guys reports that you found in that camp like there was a couple and then he like typed something wrong with the typewriter and he was like oh fuck oh that's like, right. he actually types out fuck and stuff like that like i thought that was interesting like it kind of showed him putting together his plan in his head like how he's gonna get out of this mess
4: one of them was signed off as like sergeant god or
1: something like that yeah but yeah you go up there and you see where where he's been staying I can't believe you wouldn't climb up a rope with your <laughs> name on it and an arrow. Yeah, the
3: place is burning down around me. What am I going to sit there and be like? No, I, don't worry it's about like, the forest fire coming to kill me in like, the smoke. It, I'm going to go like climb up this rope. It's the exact, exact here.
5: same thing that you said a minute ago. Yeah, yeah I know. You were, you were like, like, yeah, you were like okay. I got to get out of this base because <laughs> yeah, people are coming, uh, even oh, though I, I know, oh, you know, oh. video games. Sometimes I think you guys you get, are exactly the opposite. Sometimes it's like, you know, I was, it's funny because I was
1: scared to climb up the rope, not because of the fire, but I was like, what if he, like, tries to cut the rope because there was that one time in the game where the rope falls and yeah. you fall yeah. i was like what if he's like gonna kill you like that's that would be the easiest way actually to get out of this mess because he obviously like got away with it once just hide a body so simple <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's kind of dark some insider
3: knowledge on this
1: <laughs> do you think he killed his kid no i don't think he killed his kid but i mean okay. like he got away with it once as in like nobody uh. knows this kid is dead and and that kind of thing Maybe he's not a, a murderer. I wonder. But he did some fucked
3: up shit to you guys. So, anyway. I would think it's an accident, but I'm not completely sold that it's an accident. Like, I don't think it's an open shut accident or a case of it being an accident. You think it he like- killed him? I would gun to my head. I would say it's an accident, but if you it, but didn't
0: see it, the stuff that was his in his cabin, maybe yeah, yep. yeah, yeah.
3: But that does. I mean, I, I, I did see other things where he, and the tape. He's like, oh, I love it's my son, hard. and and then you see the pictures at the, in the credits too. And yeah. of course, there's the pictures of him and them yeah. together. And there's oh yeah, from like, the, think, of the camera roll. But I'm like, eh, I don't know. I still I, kind of like.
1: Yeah, I, I think he purposely mean, cast doubt on the whole thing. Like it could have been an accident or he could have had an episode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he could have been was drunk in the head. He could have like, like yeah. you, you don't really know. I think that's kinda another
3: Like I don't think he maybe purposely would have gone out to kill the son, but maybe like he yeah, maybe he was just having an episode or was drunk and like sees him climbing down on the rope and he's just like oh and he just takes a knife and like, you know, although the rope, rope isn't like, something you
4: see like when you go into the cave the first time. And you see where the mount is pointed in there, and then you see that it's broken off in, like, the crack in the rock, and that's when you leave the cave and call back to Delilah, and you're like, I need better climbing gear, you're like, I need to be able to mount it in there.
5: There's some stuff – I can't remember if it was from Brian's point of view or from Ned's point of view, but they were talking about how Brian was really scared of going climbing and he didn't want to – he was afraid yeah, of equipment.
2: and That so was in Brian's tried, camp because I saw that. He
5: tried I, mailing his uh, – or
1: leaving his equipment for a ranger to find so yeah. they would mail it yeah, back to him. Yeah, you
0: find that he in didn't Brian's want to camp. camp
2: the,
4: or he didn't want to climb anymore the rest of the year. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, I found all but that he, out. He didn't
0: um, want his dad to, right?
4: No, he didn't want to
1: climb. No, he didn't want out. to. He didn't want to. So he was hiding. him He
4: was like faking that
3: like, oh, his – bag got thrown off it fell off the ledge and he can't get to it now
1: so that like he wouldn't have to climb i think it was kind of like implied like his dad was trying to toughen him up and making him like all uh not into dungeons and dragons but instead mountain climbing right make and, him survive
4: for himself in the wilderness yeah make what, him a real then uh, what was it something in wyverns oh uh, dragons and wyverns right no wizards yeah, and wyverns wizards and wyverns yep. yeah yeah
1: but um, Selfish I think injury. this this is one part of the game where I think they could have really like hit it out of the park, and um, I I can understand why they wouldn't do it, but like for me, what would have been really interesting because I started started thinking about that whole question is did he kill his son or not? Um, where where's the doubt in that? And what would happen if you guys like saw him and had a choice whether you, I don't know, attack him or let him go or something like that?
4: Oh, whether like, you're like, hey, there's a helicopter coming, come with me.
1: Yeah. Like, they they totally could have had that option, whereas if you think he killed him, were you would you actually save him, or would you just leave him to burn or something like that? And I think that would have been, like, a really, like, huge plot point for him, and I don't know why they wouldn't have tried to go down that road, or if they just wanted to leave it open where, who knows if he killed his son or not. Because um, there are no character models in this game. There is. There's one.
3: Dun, dun, dun.
1: And it could have just been a shadow, too, at the bottom of a cliff,
5: like, hey, there's a chopper coming. Come with me. You know? Uh, I would have been much better with the whole Delilah thing if they're like, "Oh, it's a two-seater chopper. I have to go first, and then we'll get you." And then I'd be like, "Okay, that's a fine reason not to see me." But the whole, <laughs> "I can't wait five seconds for you." Like, it's, all, it's also.
1: I mean, this is a small studio. It's also possible, like they really couldn't afford to have multiple character models in it. Is that just, like a problem? Oh yeah. I just don't you. buy the like no, that. Like I'm, I'm a fan of the fact that it's a small studio and they didn't have a big budget, but they came out with a big game.
3: I, yeah. I
4: just don't buy that at all. Like I think it yeah. was, I think it was very intentional of them to not. Have I think so too. Yeah. integral to the story they were telling. I've, I've seen a lot. Of of that I, mean, that I mean, they did the, the, the whole internet, helicopter. Like, they did the
1: whole saying,
3: helicopter with the guy in there that reaches out to grab your hand and pull you in. If they had enough that they could do that. They could have just made her if they really wanted. I think it was intentionally that Mm. you did not meet her.
1: I I just – I've seen a lot of it on the mm. internet, so I want to address it like this feeling that like, oh, they just skimped out on the budget for this. um, And I don't feel like it's an evil thing. Like I feel like it's a small team and – not. Evil, I just don't think but it was part of
4: it. I think that's just. Like, <laughs> this just is evil. Think I think it's even no matter. I think no matter. Maybe yeah, there was a
0: budgetary issue. No matter
4: their fine. budgetary. No matter whatever it was. I think it, it was their story decision was to not have her there. Like, I agree. with It's like I agree with
5: Craig. in that a movie where they have plywood scene, like a plywood scene. Like that's okay if you're just using it to limit the world. But if like your camera's looking at the back of the scene, if you're seeing the borders, that's when it feels cheap i i don't that's the thing i don't
1: agree with like i'm more on craig's side on saying they were trying to do it than like it was their idea like oh we wanted to have this character here but we we just couldn't do it so we're just getting the game out right yeah. weren't
2: but you just that, the one that were West. saying that was what they were doing No,
1: i'm saying that's what i saw on the internet so i want to address it oh okay I, thought I don't think I thought that's, you were I saying obviously that they don't were, think, they, they, they they no they were no.
3: budget budget constraints and that they wanted to do it but I've they just didn't have the tons money.
1: of people saying yeah. like it's
3: that last
5: her thing it's like oh the copter's here and it's gonna come back and I'll just wait around for you you want me to wait around for you yeah yeah. you want me to wait around for you okay I'll wait around for you oh by the way I didn't wait around for you I just thought it was the the last but I think that was
2: was the last
4: bit of it for me where it was just like that last bit of disappointment that, like she's still not ready to face up to her and the the way way you said it like she's a like I wanted her to be there I asked her to wait for me I did when too. she wasn't there, I was like, damn it, Delilah. But at the same time, I was like, of course you would do that.
1: Yeah, you kind of, like, while I was making that walk, I was like, I have to hurry up because she's not going to wait. And then I started thinking, like, what? I know she's not going to well, wait. She's not going to be there. What did you guys
3: choose? Because she asks you and, and she says, like, yeah, I didn't, you know, you, you pick up her headphones and you talk to her and, she, and you're like, and she's like, yeah, as you can see, I'm not here. And she's like, oh, you're probably uh, kind of pissed at me, right? And then you have, like, three choices. One's yeah. like, I'm angry. One's like, I'm disappointed and one was like i forget the third one but i was just like i'm not angry because i understand she's this flawed character but i was just like oh i'm disappointed because yeah i would have liked to have at yeah. least met her you didn't but, ask
0: her to wait for you though yeah. no i didn't it's like Nate's like i don't care about like, yeah get on out of here
4: get out of here you just said uh go out, like all right she's like i need to leave and you're like all right, I'll catch the next one. Or, like, will they come back for me? Was yeah. your thing? And then they're like, yeah. It was just clear that
0: that's what she wanted to do. And I was like, all right, let her go. Yeah. There's
1: also the whole part where she was, like, saying this place is going up. And we're like, just wait there. Wait there yeah. in the fire for a second. For, please." For, just for, hold on. Well, Like, only thinking of yourself, which on. is what Henry would do. But, but, would,
3: but wouldn't that actually have been then her waiting would have been the better choice anyways because the, the helicopter clearly – like if it was just a two-seat helicopter, like I don't understand. Like, OK, get the fuck out so you're in safety. But this helicopter could hold more. So the fact that actually the helicopter got came a back – If goddamn fire, two-seat helicopter, I'm going
0: to fit myself in there. Yeah. And then it got –
2: it, no, no, it but I'm saying like it would have been. With
3: that. She's like selfish. It's even more s- selfish to leave.
2: Or afraid you know that you could yeah. fit. Yeah, but and you, right you
5: asking her to wait is selfish as well. Yes, is it what is. I'm saying. Why do you guys think either of these characters is selfish? Because they're both selfish. You're out in the
1: Why? freaking woods uh, instead of it's with your Alzheimer's to be in the woods? wife. Like you left your your sick wife to go be on your own, escape to well, escape, these escape are her. These flawed characters. After a way. year of
5: visiting her. It's not right, okay hurry. to that's take not what a happened in my job? story, <laughs> like come on, that's not what happened in my story. I got yeah. drunk, not I got only put did in
1: jail, and the, her parents took her whisked her away to Australia and asked me to come and i and I was like, and yeah, I'll abandoned. come, and then yeah. went and then abandoned her, like,
3: so I had the will when, but like yeah, it was a year, but it was like. Oh, you visit her every day the first week. Then like the second week is every other day. And by like the month, it's like you occasionally see her once a month and only when her sister who you really like shows up.
1: Yeah, but
5: that's like your fault. Like the, it's the character's fault. I have fault. this feeling that's that That's what I'm saying. I'm, a, I'm I already saying. know the answer here, but have any of you guys experienced a family member with Alzheimer's? No.
1: Yes. Oh.
5: Do you see? Yeah. Oh, okay, Craig. I don't even know how to put this yeah, no, be careful with your words. <laughs> no, I'm,
1: no I, I understand your issue. Like, it doesn't even have to be Alzheimer's. Like dealing with any like yeah, sick that's what I was gonna family say. Member like, is difficult. But well, like, Alzheimer's I think is, the character I, I've
3: seen this situation, felt, felt but, felt but not all. Not all. Alzheimer's
4: like, is particular though, because a person with a health issue is different. Because you can go see them and they remember you, but a person with Alzheimer's, when you show back up and then they're like, "Who are you?" and you're like, "Oh, I was here yesterday, Grandma," and then they're like. They just don't remember that. And it's like, so you can see from Henry's point, or I can see from Henry's point, where he's just like, fuck it, what's the point of going back at this point? She's not going to yeah. remember me.
5: I've I've experienced this with very smart people. I have family members which are who are very smart, both um like book smarts and emotionally smarts. And you go to them or and they'll like they keep going and they keep going and they're like, oh, well, he's just saying this thing to be to be mean to me and be angry at me. I'm like You know in your head that he obviously can't remember you. It's nothing personal, but everything feels personal. Everything feels like an attack. Everything feels like, well, he doesn't remember me because I'm not important enough in his life. It's a super powerful traumatic experience that Anybody would want to get away from. So the idea that that makes you selfish not to keep putting yourself in that position seems ridiculous to me. Yes, but you don't think that
1: Henry felt selfish? Like, it's brought up as a point in the game multiple times. He's like, I shouldn't be out here. And, like, like Delilah has to comfort you. Him. Yeah. Like, but, he was a guilty character. But I, also I don't d- think but guilt see, and but selfishness... I also don't sounds. think
3: it was the way you're talking about it. Like, I understand what you're saying. Okay, if, if they're not remembering you, right, then you going and doing something else like you have to live your life like that's fine but i don't think that's like at least the way i saw the story from the choices i made it didn't seem like my henry left because of that because it was like oh she can't remember me so going there is not doing anything and it's not it's just okay i'm just gonna go take some time off it was more like I can't deal with her. She's already been kind of, you know, our relationships already was was rocky throughout. I didn't want kids. She wanted kids. She wanted to go live in the East Coast and do her professorship. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to stay in Boulder. All these things that, like, they don't belong together. And then it was like here's this thing where she's now this pain on me because I have to keep doing this and I don't want to do this. So I'm just going to go leave. That's so that's where it seemed selfish to me. That's how my Henry was. I understand what you're coming from, but I don't think that would, at least my Henry had that
1: situation. I think it was a different situation. And, and I understand, like I, I feel like they did that on purpose. They made the characters. They felt like they were there for the wrong reasons. Both Delilah and Henry. Yeah,
3: that's what I got
4: too. Like, I don't think they we were I supposed to feel that. like
1: they were like doing a good thing or anything like that.
4: I felt like they were both running away, like into a very solitary thing. So they wanted. Yeah. To face. Yep.
3: They were just running away from their
5: life. They- like they wanted to just escape everything and just just. I totally see that, but I don't think that that means that they're doing something wrong. Well, yeah, it's no, subjective.
3: Like, I mean, and it also like, depends on how you, you know, it's subjective from us viewing the story, how it's presented, and us also making the choices. So what may seem selfish to Pauly, me, Craig, Nate, whoever, may not seem selfish to Will, and yeah. vice versa.
1: I'm not saying Which that I think is a good thing. It's the wrong choice. Part of I'm the game? saying the characters how feel you? selfish. The characters feel guilty. If you're in a bad situation, whether it's dealing with a sick family member or a bad relationship or whatever it is, it's not always a bad thing to get out of it, but you can still feel bad about it.
0: How would you um, divorce someone with Alzheimer's? Like, don't you have to get consent? Well, you'd have you don't have of to. They don't
1: remember that, would, that they married you.
0: Yeah.
4: To- you would probably have a family member that had taken over power of attorney them.
0: Man, that would be
1: depressing. And
4: then they would sign on their behalf.
0: Ugh.
1: Well... This has gotten awfully dark. You
2: don't need to call.
1: All right, so back from our break, we're going to talk about bright, shiny things like Easter eggs we found in this game. Craig, did you have anything that you uh, discovered?
0: I did. Uh,
4: y- yes, 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 we did. <laughs> Nate, why don't you... Uh, you okay, Nate.
0: Uh, Craig, I get I mean, Nate. for this. <laughs> yeah. I get the credit for this. I was flying through and I opened one of the cash boxes and all of a sudden I see a dumb big sweating shirt that says University of Eastern Colorado. And I think to myself, I live in Colorado. I think it said Eastern Colorado University. Did
1: you just fucking okay, well, <laughs> say sweating sweat- shirt?
0: State <laughs> system or not. Yeah, it's a sweating, <laughs> sweating. shirt. True. And I think to myself, I live in Colorado. There's nothing in Eastern you Colorado. You barely live in Colorado. This does- <sighs> Awkward. Anyway. Eastern Colorado Um, University? There is no Eastern Colorado University, which set off my suspicions because I was like, I remember another game in which that was referenced. And I was like, is that a Last of Us reference? I think to myself, but I'm too self-conscious to bring it up. And then Hank says, University of Eastern Colorado? I think it was Eastern Colorado University. (laughs) (laughs) Eastern Colorado University? That's not a real place. Dot dot dot. Who would make that up? And I was like, Oh my god, it is a Last of Us reference. Hmm. And that was an Easter egg. I felt
4: that was a good Easter egg. There's one other Easter egg that I also enjoyed quite a bit.
0: Was it the cabin?
4: No, not the song by Elvis. Uh, no. Okay,
0: but what, what would tell us, Craig?
4: Oh uh, no, I th- the some of the books. There's books scattered throughout the game, right? So there's books in your cabin. There's books in caches. There's books all over the place. But the, one of the <laughs> books is called "The Accidental Savior." And the author of it is the father from Gone Home. And also that book is in Gone Home. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Holy shit, you're right. So one of the mechanics
5: that I really liked in this game is that bookshelf. And whenever you dropped a book near the bookshelf, he puts it on the bookshelf. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I started seeing books out in the world. I was like, I'm going to have to collect all these books, aren't
4: I? Son of a bitch. And as you collect the books, they just show up. Like, they show up back in your thing after when you've when it's like a day's progress or whatever. Wait, really? Yeah, like, and oh. if you pick up like folders Notes and stuff like that, like you wall. pick up like Brian Goodwin's folder it, and like yeah. say keep, and then when you, it comes back to the cabinet, if like, you keep to the it, then, then it'll just go back
5: oh, automatically for you. But the books you can't just keep; you have yeah. to walk the books back yourself. And I walked like three of them back, and my bookshelf was getting bigger <laughs> and bigger, and I was like, <laughs> That's... Ah. but it <sighs> was there was one down toward the uh, firefighters where there were like three books in the cache, and I was like, I'm not walking back here three times; I'm mm-hmm. done. So along those lines, did anybody find far. a turtle? Be- I did.
3: No I found the turtle.
0: I was looking the whole game for a goddamn turtle. Bucket where it was one.
3: There's there's a bunch of different places and it's not always you're no. not always guaranteed that if you go to a, there's a couple places where they exist and if you're not guaranteed that if you go there at a certain time they'll right. be there. But yeah, if you find one you can make
5: one you can adopt one and make it your pet. And he just hangs out in the box yeah, in what? your fire watch station the entire yeah. time.
1: Did anybody else try to pick up after your place was ransacked? Like, clean up the place? I did. So I did, because I figured I'm like, there's no That's what bothered no me about the bookshelf. Like, <laughs> those books went right back where they were supposed to go. But, like, I could not get that picture with Julia to stand up straight. Yeah, I couldn't it put, put that one
5: back. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I felt like it was almost, so like, much. telling that I picked up the picture of Julia and just, like, threw it on the floor. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no! Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: did you... Uh... <laughs> at one point <laughs> he takes his wedding ring off and it's just I think it's sitting on the desk and I just put it in the drawer and close the drawer and walk oh, out. Really? I Damn. picked it up and put it back on I did I too
1: I put it back did on too we know what Craig thinks wow. yeah.
4: <laughs> Craig's like get the just, good thing away yeah. from just, Australia's too close to <laughs> Bali <laughs> I will not go back <laughs> I ended up putting it on before I left, though, which I felt was really bad. I was like, great, I'm going to meet Delilah and I'm going to put my wedding ring back on. I was like, Jesus. I
0: don't even remember putting it in the drawer. That's, wow, man. No,
4: you didn't. You put it back on. Yeah, you don't have to. I you just picked it up that. and,
0: yeah, put it back on. I wow, like, All right. I quote Grand Theft Auto. Wow, man. That
1: you was you did say cabin, though. <laughs> um, are you talking about that one cabin where it's like a burnt-out cabin you can ask Delilah about it and she says, I don't, I don't know anything about the cabin? Did anybody go in there?
0: No, I just... I just heard you mention cabin, and I was bringing it up. Yeah, um, so I have no idea
4: where that cabin is that you're referencing. You're not talking about
1: like the lean-tos. Is it by a cabin the, the in the scout woods? Camp, yeah, no, it's a cabin in the woods. Oh, okay. No,
2: no. <laughs> um, it was just. Nice. It mm. was out.
3: Great movie.
1: In be- I've it was seen like it. halfway. It's a great movie. It, it was halfway up like North Path to Delilah's Tower, the escape point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like it was a super ominous-looking cabin. And as soon as you try to open the door, it falls in, and you can go down in there and. I don't know, I kept expecting the story to go back there, but it was just like some kind of red herring. There was, there was well, nothing to cool. it. Yeah. I think it might have well, had something to do with the, the uh, notorious Ron and Dave story that nobody knows what happened.
4: Yeah, that might be true too. I feel like there's more stuff in the world of this game, but the game allows you and puts enough like signposts up on where you should be going that exploring it uh, in the way that Polly seemed to have is something you have to go out of your way to do. Like it doesn't present yourself with like a bunch of necessarily just like free time where it's like, well, you're going to be able to just go hiking for a little bit. It's just like you you have to spend, you just kind of, you go through the story portion of it and going off the beaten path is something you have to like consciously and actively pursue.
5: So I like how they used a couple of different devices to kind of narrow in where you're supposed to be at any one point in the time of the game. There's one yeah. point in the game where you, like, come up across a path, but it's covered in, in uh, like, bushes or something. Shrubbery. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll have to clear this off at some point. I guess you can add Landscaper to my ever-growing list of things that I'm supposed to be doing out here. <laughs> <laughs> but that brings had me my other thought was, what the hell was he doing out there? being a fire yeah so you if there's a fire you point at the fire and somebody else goes and fights it for you if there's if the wires are out you go and you find where the wires is out and then somebody else goes out and finds it f- does it for you you uh come across a guy who's being an asshole you point out the guy being an asshole and then you send the mountie out to go and it's like what the fuck are you doing out here
0: well, Will, if it makes you feel any better, Craig was so inspired by this game for his own personal career journey that he went out and researched this job. And it, it does not exist anymore. Not really. Craig, would you like to describe how this job functions today?
4: Uh, with webcams mounted to old Firewatch locations.
1: Sounds about right.
0: Yeah. And one dude just sitting watching them all. Yep.
1: Sounds like it would, it would probably just computer. be cheaper to pay somebody to hang around in a cabin looking for stuff than actually doing stuff.
0: Than actually yeah, <laughs> handling,
5: like
4: making sure computers oh, and whatnot are up that's why when he started with them. uh repairing
5: the, the, the repairing the window yeah, right the i was like oh over. so he's just going oh. to put these boards up and somebody else is going to come and repair this window
2: <laughs> like nobody
4: <does> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> at least he put the boards up like and he had to go find nails like i mean he was really putting himself out there for that one that was Pretty,
0: re- pretty difficult to find those boards, I will say. So I was say. curious, you we found you you mean, a camera in the, the boards game. boards
3: that are just laying against the <laughs> the tower? Yeah. I'm like, they couldn't have at uh, least I, put them somewhere else? Like, why is there just boards ready to be laying against the tower? So you found
1: a camera in the game, and I was curious what you guys all took pictures of. I, like... My dick. Because, because, is there a way to do that? You can see his dick at one point oh, no. in this game.
0: So You you what,
4: do you see his dick at one point.
1: What? Where? Yeah. When? What? No, when she throws part yeah, of the, the drawing, drawing
4: yeah. of yourself in your Victoria's secret. Naked oh, dog. I didn't do the
3: Victoria's. I
5: didn't do it. Oh, so secret. if you're a
3: macho man, I you don't
5: I did see the, human the man junk.
3: On. No, no. Nope. Has pants on.
5: I've made a no. huge mistake.
0: Yep.
4: Yeah, I think he's
0: full
1: frontal nudity. Know. I
4: thought you saw his junk either way. I didn't I, see uh, any junk. I am not
0: sure if I'm being trolled.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> But I was curious what you guys all took pictures of. I was very paranoid, so I was trying to take as much like evidence pictures as I possibly could. I took like crime scene investigation photos of the body, and whenever there was after I got cold cocked and that clipboard got taken away from me, I started taking pictures of all the documents and text and stuff like that before I picked it up.
3: <laughs> Holy shit, Paul! Yeah, oh, you got a little too into it. Yeah, uh, so play the game I, good. I, liked, uh, I like uh, how that fed did... in. <laughs>
5: I totally forgot about that camera until, like, at the very part end where she, where you're in Ned's thing. And she's like, you got to get out of there. I, I guess if you want to keep looking this shit, just take some pictures and get out of there. I was like, oh, I guess I could take some pictures here. <laughs> Those are, like, the only pictures I took. But I like how yeah, it fed I, into the credits. Yeah, because the pictures you took yeah. actually showed up during the, the end credits roll. And i can't even imagine what your credits scene looked like a bunch of documents and paperwork and then
1: of, like, it started it off at the end it started off in enough it was like the picture you or no that would have been the last one but like that would have been yeah, the last There was one, like yeah. dead body photos <laughs> and like there was a bunch of pictures of the fence I like when i saw the fence i was like oh that's that's crazy what's this fence doing out here
4: but yeah it looks like the end of a season of True the
1: very end them. when you see the last <laughs> pictures of uh brian and his dad obviously it was like uh super like emotional and stuff like that i thought at least like because i was so doubtful about whether or not his his dad killed him but like
5: seeing them together like father and son happy was like effective to me i think it was the beyond podcast or something and i can't remember exact Beyond. i can't remember exactly what it what the conversation was talking about i think it was either the game themselves or there's like some service where you like Send off your save data and they print off your pictures for you? Oh. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, so I can
4: go into this. Okay. So the in the... collaboration with Panic, who helped out on the game, so they created a company called Photodome. And it's only valid if you're a PC player, unfortunately. So Boosh. it doesn't work on the PS4. But when you finish the game, there's an option for all of the pictures that are on your camera roll to have to pay for them to be shipped to you. And they actually print them out on like, you know, four by six photo cards and mail them to you and you get like nice glossy prints from all of the pictures you took of the camera and I had heard about that before I played it because I saw some people on Twitter were like I got my photos in the mail and I was like okay and it inspired like the pictures that I took throughout the game because I was like damn this would be really cool like I actually I would buy into this service and have them mailed out to me so I took a bunch of like landscape And picture of the sunsets and, like, some of the unique trees and stuff like that within the game. And then uh, found out the end when my picture scrolling past, and I was like, uh, I didn't see anything. And they're like, oh, we're hoping and working with Sony to bring that feature to PS4, but it's only valid on PC. And I was like, damn it!
1: That's and awesome because I thought the art design was r- was really cool in this game and like I don't know who's familiar he with Oli like Moss, but he, w- he had a lot to do with the design of this game.
4: God, Oli Moss is a badass. His logos are incredible. Everything I would love does. to pay what, for what, a print
1: of what his what work. So being able to take a picture of his work and having it printed out is pretty freaking awesome. I think.
4: What what else has has this
0: person done?
4: He does a lot of freelance work on stuff. So he's done the he. Did the PlayStation blogcast logos for some of their stuff? Um, did work and just actually redid it. I think he I did. worked for a, a, a I
1: Life was. Well Wasted podcast. He did. Uh, well, I was going to get to it when we got to the
4: Campo
3: Santo, but Ali Moss has done stuff for Lucasfilm, Mondo, Sony, Studio Ghibli, amongst other things.
4: Oh, he did stuff for like he's done some Naughty Dog artwork and stuff like that.
1: A lot of video game stuff but that uh it's (laughs) really cool that they offer that it's too bad that they didn't do that for ps4 though speaking of ps4 issues did uh, anybody have any
5: issues playing this game on ps4 my only issue that i really ran into is at one point i got stuck on on top of a rock and because there was no way to jump this off i couldn't get off the rock and had to reload but nothing too too ridiculous it was a pretty broke game on ps4
3: they i don't quite know why because it didn't seem like it needed like there was some
4: there was a lot of like lag load, yeah i mean i frame, there was frame rate drops
3: i yeah. played it recently so i got i played it after they patched a bunch of stuff but like from what i've heard even when i played it they were still like when you get to the scout camp i was like there's a part where you can you're so you're right at the bottom right of the map and like you know you get to the end and it's supposed to just block you from
5: going forward even though you can see like oh yeah that invisible wall i ran into the same but, thing like
3: then you couldn't like i couldn't turn around and i was just like stuck there and then i would get up on these rocks and i would be able to move but then i couldn't get and then i was back like more into like the actual game field and i couldn't move and i was literally just about to do what will did and just restart it and luckily somehow i was able to get back into a playable state. But it was pretty jaggy, and um, I've heard from people that before the patch, there was things like it would literally be loading objects as you were going. So, like, I think one of the guys from Canada Funny was saying that they'd be walking, and all of a sudden, like, a tree would materialize, and yeah. it was almost like a jump scare because you're just walking <laughs> there, and then as you're playing, it just would randomly start appearing because it was still loading. That absolutely. The texture happened to me too. Into- I
1: had a lot of frame rate dropping. I had tons of pop in. And I did also get stuck, uh, not stuck, like, it was just the prompt to drop down when it appears. So I'd have to, like, walk
5: away from the edge and then come back towards it. I got that a lot when I was trying yeah. to repel. Like, if you walk too f- close yep. to the mm-hmm. edge, you have to, like, so, saddle back until you can actually see the wires, that, that mm-hmm. kind of thing.
1: Did anybody play on PC? Or was it all, all of us on PS4?
5: No,
4: I think everyone was on so PS4. I wonder yeah. if that I mean, stuff I, was
1: fixed. Like, I wish they would have polished it a little bit better before coming well, off PS4. They, I wouldn't say it's broken, yeah. I mean, but it was it, definitely I mean, patched it because
3: I played it this recent
1: week. I played, it, yes, I played it yesterday so you and I was played still having those too. issues.
3: No, yeah, there's still issues, but it oh, was well. like a lot worse I heard before that, which is bad. That's interesting. I
4: played it, I think, the weekend it launched, so I would assume pre-patch. Yeah. I don't know when the patch No, the patch launched, was like
3: like a little while afterwards. So you, if you played it the weekend it launched, you played pre-patch.
4: Yeah. My The troubles that I had were... Um, it was mainly frame rate and then just it being sensitive to where that button press is when you're looking at it. But it never got while it would take me out of the moment for like a split second. And I'm like, all right, that's a little annoying. The overall art direction of the title and the audio and all of the other stuff continued to push me just right past. It and I was like, all right, yeah, eh. like I think those pieces made up for the performance hits in a way that. I probably wouldn't be as willing to forgive in some other titles, but it, it, I can see how it might be a problem with some people, but it didn't ultimately hinder my enjoyment of it.
0: Was the going down the hills, was the rappelling Mirror's edge, like elevator-type loading situation?
3: I don't think, I, think so. I don't know where they were loading in I do not think so. Yeah. It did not seem they were loading so either, anything as you were rappelling. Because you could loading literally around, stop yeah. and like yeah do things...
1: I thought it was a really cool, cool look. Like it was kind of like uh, it's, it's hard like to explain. Almost
5: like, cel shaded, like kind cartoonish of cartoonish. Yeah, it definitely yeah, has it like sort of
3: the look to the whole game was very cel realistic. Like it's a, it's not fully cel shaded, but it's not realistic either. So it's like a kind it's of an in between, kind of like bubbly. Yeah.
4: Almost looks like a surrealist, like, but, uh, like a watercolor.
3: Yeah, I mean there was a lot of things that like
0: of it. Yeah, I think the best way to describe the art style would be to look at the game's portrayal of you as Hank. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. having him be like that—that that, that sums it all a up. Fat, like kind of <laughs> middle-aged guy. I thought that was kind of—I didn't expect your main character to be like that. You know?
3: Well, that actually kind of more so than the climbing of the rocks, which I was like, okay, whatever—that's what this game is. But repelling down the side on these ropes, I'm like. How does this guy who is supposed to who in all the pictures looks like he's like overweight and not pretty beefy. Not like yeah. a, like a hiker, you know, like he, seems, he doesn't seem like he's
1: very like, I don't know, I don't think he was like I was like I'm surprised he he's doesn't fall shape. more. I don't think he was him. like fat. Like he was like just like not like your regular video game protagonist. Just like a heavy set yeah. dude. Yeah.
2: It's like I'm surprised sure.
3: these anchors are holding him that well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? Rude. <laughs> He was actually four foot two. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was a he was a beefy midget.
1: Speaking of rude, <laughs> You <guys, come on. laughs> did touch on the sound uh, really keeping you in the game though, Craig. Uh, I thought the sound the sound Ooh. in this game was awesome. Ooh. I thought the music was great. I thought the voice Does the music remind
0: you of any other game?
1: I'm trying to think what this music would remind me of. It
0: should have. Yeah, it definitely has it's things that strong, may have. It's got strong vibes of it and authorial connect connections. And it may even reference another
4: title that. There was an Easter egg referencing. Oh, my God. Hint, hint, hint.
1: You're, you're talk-
0: Gone home. Anyone? Gone home. Oh, is that who yeah, did the you, soundtrack you, for this game? Chris Remo. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, same guy.
1: I did not know that.
0: I personally, well, especially in the back half of the game, was like, oh, my God, gone home. Oh, my God, gone home. And then I realized it was the music. And then I was like, hey, Craig, who did the soundtrack? And then he said, Chris Remo. And I was like, boosh.
4: But I thought even the ambient sounds, like, just the music... I don't exactly know how they timed it with your character as you're like hiking through the woods, but it seemed to swell at just like the right points where yes. like you'd be going around and then you would get a more specific piece that would present itself and start playing in the background. And I'm
1: like, oh man, yeah. feelings, power- powerful emotion um, when the yeah. music was. Yeah. Yeah. I think he d- introduced.
0: He does, especially when you're in Ned's den there, and <laughs> when
4: you're approaching like the research facility, it's just like this slightly more dramatic. Ned's
0: Den is whatever the word is for words that are mirrored.
4: Oh, it's a... Palindrome? Yep, Palindrome. Palindrome. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Yeah, that, that swelled in the way that really reminded me of Gone Home towards the end of the game when you realize what's going on. And I thought that was really cool. Except that it didn't quite have the same impact on me that Gone Home did, and I'm not sure that's because I'm older and more jaded now. I don't think the story hits as well as Gone Home does, but...
5: Am I the only one who was really thinking that delilah might be a figment of your imagination absolutely and you even bring uh, it
1: up, uh henry even brings it up the character in the game i don't know if you got that text oh, yeah, option yeah, yeah. but he's like am i just imagining all this and like delilah took you're like so I much think, offense to that like she might, was like i'm real
0: i had heard
3: like, that from campo santo like you know when they were previewing and showing this game a year ago that they're like yeah there's this woman delilah so i'm like oh okay it's it's not that possible figment of your imagination. But also it would seem kind of weird to think that because how is she calling out fires and things are getting reported and firefighters are going out fighting fires.
1: If she's not real because firefighters can I come th- to th- fires, whether or not somebody, tells Yeah, but them you're
2: about
5: out it. in the
3: middle of woods. Nobody's going to see it. I've think got somebody three great so
5: books for you to, to read. <laughs> and I'm not going to mention any of their names right now.
2: <laughs>
5: I don't know if you guys had the same thing, but there were like a couple of conversations where you're in the tower talking to Delilah and you don't actually have anything you're supposed to do. And so you're just kind of like yeah. wandering or, or, you know, like looking around, doing whatever you want to do. Some of that really drove me crazy. Cause I'm like, well, how do I end this day? What do I do? What am I supposed to do? Why am I just sitting here? I don't know, I'm just sitting here. Caught.
0: I, it's, it's just such a, like a, it's just such a,
1: like, a will. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: they, they needed, I need a purpose. They to give you a mission yeah, is
1: objective. That? Is that kind of what you're saying? I, I need to check yeah, off you, my next objective. I off. never really felt that. Like, I would I would constantly, like, when there wasn't a radio conversation going on, I would check out things in the
5: tower or do something else. Like, I never felt really like it was just me, standing I mean, around. It's... I would be, like, looking at something, reading a book, and then it'd be like, all right, four days later. I'm like,
4: what? Oh, so did the – I was – so – did you like or did you not like the fact that it would jump ahead possibly wildly different time periods? Like, you would go from, like, day 9, I think, to, like, 45.
5: I liked it. I, I liked it in that it was a good, quick way to tell the story and keep you on track and keep me going forward. I didn't yeah, like this... it in that took away from my uh, the feeling i had that i was looking around and i was telling the story that's that's the piece that took away your yeah, agency exactly what,
0: what about the uh, discussion we had in our the order podcast where you felt like the chapters were sort of irrelevant in that some were wildly different lengths than the other did you feel any that same level of upsetness with day 88 still have no idea how far i'm progressing
1: there was no day 88
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean there was a day 88 um you just weren't there (laughs) (laughs) one
4: day could be you know 20 minutes I
5: I I, I definitely felt as lost as I did in the order podcast I just I think it was that I knew going in that this is a really short experience that I didn't need a kind of a concrete mechanism to keep track of where I was yeah in an alternate universe
1: this could be like a real-time game and you just sit around in your tower for 42 of those days Looking for fire.
3: <laughs> well, well you, well, you tell a joke as it, but I mean, that's what I was just about to get to. Is that this is supposed to be a you know a, a game of a telling of, of a potential real event? So in reality, if you are a fire watch person, you are basically sitting there for whatever you know seventy, eighty, ninety days, and you are doing pretty much nothing. I mean, do you really want? Do you really want to have like every day of day twenty two, nothing happens? So I mean. I don't mind that they, they picked a couple days and said like, here's the events that happened during those days and the rest of the things just like nothing happened. So we're just going to skip ahead. Yeah, it's just another day. <laughs> the one day. thing I, I kind of had a problem with is that they kind of basically picked like day one, day two and then like the last two days. It would have been I think a little better if they spaced things out. They could have started what day five or day 10 is the first day you meet the, the girls. Not everything had to happen right when you got there. And then jump 17 days and then the next thing and then jump 10 to space it out a little better over the time. But I don't mind that they were short because some things are short. Like, hey, I see the fire and we're going to name the fire whatever, you know, whatever you guys pick. Flapjack fire. That's what I did too. But then.
4: What was the name Flapjack? of
3: the fire?
5: Me too.
4: What was yours? Yours was her middle name. It was June fire. Yeah. Hmm.
3: But yeah, that's short. And then we just have a little conversation and break off. That's fine. Like I don't need a whole drawn out. Gameplay of that Like I don't mind the shortness It just would have been better If they spaced the things Instead of clumping them Into little The very beginning And the very end
1: I just really like The stylized choice Of you have a brief conversation In this one day And then Cuts And it's just the next day Because that's all that happens Like like you have a brief
3: conversation That's it The rest of the day Is just Boring Sitting in the the tower Watching for fires So we don't need to Have
1: you play out that Was there any Any specific Days or conversations Anybody wanted to Bring
5: up so I did want to talk about, I think, am pretty sure it's day nine, where you wake up, and... So you guys can help me out, but... You get but woken I, up by the walkie-talkie going Yeah, off. and they're like... A voice, right? Answer the walkie-talkie, you answer immediately, and so you kind of get up, get up in a daze, and you go answer the walkie-talkie, and it's a conversation with Julia, your wife, and it's this really kind of weird, surreal conversation... You're kind of like... Like, I believe, like, she said, wake up, dummy, or something like that. And I responded, like, I'm not the
1: dummy, you're a dummy, or something like that. Like, a very, like, Oh, really? Because... Yeah.
0: That,
3: uh, I I think I wrote, like, oh, yeah, sure, you know, dummy. Because that's, like, a joke, uh, like, the joke you would have. Like, in the prologue, they mentioned that she would always say that to you, and you would always kind of say that back to her as, like, an inside, like, a kind of, like, a thing between the two of you that you would call each other like dumb for us
5: i was talking about those idiot kids we were gonna have oh yeah. Um, oh yeah it just kind of it was this really nice sweet little conversation and i think one of the things that kind of got to me about it is the, the last piece she was like so how about that delilah she's pretty nice isn't she and i was like whoa yeah, that's Deli- kind of a little she was like delilah seems nice or something like that
1: like yeah. left it open like that and then i don't know for you the next day delilah actually brings it up she's like, oh, you it was
5: like a couple me. days later yeah yeah, yeah yeah
3: it was a couple of, but she's yeah. like oh yeah it was like the time you called me in the, the, in the middle of the night on the walkie talkie and started saying weird things to me and I, th- I just figured i think she said something like i figured you were drunk or
5: something or i didn't want to well, wake you up I oh yeah you
4: wake you up references later. that she's like I it's I heard you mention the name Jules and I didn't want to interrupt yeah. and just yeah. figured it would be nicer just to let you have your moment. I really
1: liked that scene too. I thought that was a great part of the game. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things a couple of us did I believe is we played uh, on PS4 but also with remote play. How was your experience with that? Yeah.
5: So I was playing around with that.
1: Tell us about the hot
5: tub. Yep. Yeah, the just moved recently and there's a hot tub on the roof. So I was checking that out, seeing how that worked. It was a little bright for the. To Vita, unfortunately, so it didn't work too great.
0: <laughs> need that, but it seemed need that LED screen. <laughs> oh,
4: do you have one of the newer? No, Vitas? I have the old one. No,
0: he's got the old one.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, with the OLED screen. Yeah. Oh, um, I, saw, I the better screen. I gave mine away.
0: You're an idiot. <laughs> Mine's neon
4: green now, bitch. I, I don't care that OLED screen so much.
5: So the controls were a little bit weird on this one, in that the back touch, the almost the entire back touch was R three. Um, so you turn on and off your flashlight with the back touch and then, um, <laughs> so what was R2 and L2? R2 and L2 were the bottom right and left corners of the touch screen. And then mm. most of the touch screen was the touch from the PS4 controller. So it's like okay. the, the main, uh,
0: what did that even do yeah the I have no pad, idea what they did. the, the trackpad yeah it's
5: it was basically like this the list of articles and things that you had okay had that's right been keeping track of or something like that
3: yeah uh-huh. yeah you could bring up the stuff you had yeah. collected and reread what Polly was saying when he just said like I grabbed all the stuff and then figured I'd read it later that's how you would do that hmm.
0: I constantly struggled with the controls in this game, specifically putting up the map, zooming in on the map, putting down. Yeah, that's what okay. I was saying earlier I that why. I thought it
3: was just clunky the way that you have the map and then you'd have to move – you use the right stick to move your view to parts of
1: – Right, but like Yeah, but I okay, would yeah. also not press the right button to zoom into the map every single time. I would pull up the radio instead of
5: look at the map. But that's just other games
1: making me think of zoom as one button.
5: <laughs> i totally agree with you guys and it's funny because that's the one thought that i had both this and the next game that we're going to record i'm sure we'll be out the next week uh the lovers is that it feels like both of them are like these super clunky ways to make you i don't know exactly like one of the things that i didn't like in particular was responding to the walkie-talkie and i didn't like I first didn't like it on the Vita, and then I realized I didn't like it on the PS4 controller either. In that you have to like hold down R2, which is a which is your thumb, and then you have to use the D-pad. So I'm both touching the screen and using the D-pad at the same time, which is really wait, awkward. Wait, what? Oh, what? Wait, oh, you, do it.
3: you hold L2 to bring up the walkie-talkie. L2. And, and then you and then press R2, R2 multiple to times move. to
1: change between options. Yeah. I, I never like do that D-pad. at all. What? They I tell always you that used at the yeah, I didn't even know you could use the
2: D-pad. I didn't
3: either. They tell you from the beginning. Like L like, two, bring I, I, up your walkie
2: talkie. R two to, to Switch between options. Well, that would have been I way better. better. <laughs> oh,
0: Wow, that's
3: what the thing. But you didn't what did the,
5: you
0: do? Use the D pad to. Yeah, did you? Use but L
5: two to bring yeah.
3: up the walkie talkie. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. So,
5: But on the Vita, you're he touching R2. the screen. I'm sorry, L two. I thought that was great. Uh, touch really to, L two to bring up the conversation, and then use the D pad to pick. So you're, yeah, okay,
0: yeah, that's interesting.
5: I, it just seemed like the natural thing to do. I didn't even realize oh, there was another way to oh, do it. Oh, how so. do
0: you do that though? Because you Cycle hold, and, the and then you have to use your other. So, so L two
5: tele- is on the screen. Oh,
3: and then you use your thumb for the D pad. And then
5: like your hold on.
3: <laughs> yeah, but show us. Oh, hold on, sorry. Bear with us, audience. We're yeah, we we're need to get, to get a this DS4. visual gag out of the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. stepping into his bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I had comes. no idea that you could do that.
5: Get a, yeah, get on the mic there.
0: He's holding the PlayStation
5: V. So am holding it. Okay. And front of him L2 is thing. the bottom corner of the screen here. And so then it to touch the, the D-pad, I'm, like, numb. doing this what? thing. And I was, He's like... Using his index ugh, finger to reach above it, was very awkward.
3: Yeah, so otherwise you would have just had your thumb for the One bottom corner, and then the thumb on the your right. And in the other corner. Yeah,
2: I wish I had known that existed. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Which I still thought was clunky. Like, I'm, I was wondering, like, why... Uh, like, the whole time, I'm, like, why do I have to hold L2 to keep the walkie-talkie up and then tap R2 to move... Like, why can't I just... You know, like use something else to move through the the selections, or why do I have to like keep
1: holding the L2? Like, that's that's like the uh, one control I liked in this game because, yeah, I thought it was great because, like, you could just focus on those two to talk and you could still do everything else at the same time. It just
3: felt like I don't need to hold these, I don't need this many buttons, yeah, because you could still continue to
1: hike
4: and then while just holding yeah, up you the... you could hike or you could walk You yeah, try read just stuff just like, or do uh, whatever you...
1: Look yeah, at map, maybe, maybe.
3: I mean, it makes sense when you think about. It could be rappelling Can you do it? Can you talk while you're rappelling? I know you could talk while you're climbing. It doesn't even interrupt. But I didn't know if you exactly. could do it while, yeah, you, you can while repel. you're rappelling. Mm-hmm. I just never got to that situation.
5: I had to carry... Well, because I was carrying books back from the end of the island, so I did the- was holding books <laughs> while I was climbing, and all of the book would disappear and then reappear again. I was like, ah! Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <this game. laughs>
1: What's next? Just about everything. All, all that's left is, uh, I believe you had some uh, insight, more insight about Campo Santo, the makers of the game.
3: So I just wanted to talk about them, because I looked at their... Well, one, they're they, they like a small studio at a... That's s- their debut, debut game. Out of San Francisco, and... Just want to talk about the the people that makes up, make up their team because a lot of their their people have worked on things that kind of when you think about like what they've worked on you're like oh that totally makes sense for this type of game Jake Jake Rodkin and Sean Veneman, they worked on Walking Dead the
2: yeah, game yeah. Goes, yeah so
3: like all this thing about choices and then kind of you know here's these choices and then that, pseudo
5: choices yes
3: exactly gets to like the pseudo choices where you have the different um, it affects how the game, you think the game's play, but ultimately there's one ending that it all converges on.
0: Well, that's true, but I think they've also kind of evolved their careers in the fact that, like, every dialogue doesn't need a response. You can just kind of stop responding whenever you want, and I think that that's kind of one of the ways that this game kind of pushes the industry well, forward. Well, I think that's the
3: same in Walking Dead, though, right? You don't have to respond. I think there was times where, weren't you saying, Will, where, I like... Guess you're right, yeah. yeah it was just not you weren't even just fast enough like you wanted to respond but it was something like you were oh, listening yeah. to that conversation and you forgot to like make a choice or something
5: oh yeah because you know there's four choices and just the amount of time it took to like read and then i was playing with other people at the time like just to read them aloud was enough time to get caught off guard yeah
3: so, yeah, so i mean i think that existed and, and but it's just interesting how like those yeah, two right. like you could see that like what they brought from having worked on the walking dead into you know Campo Santo and then into firewatch
4: so, who else makes up Uh studio? So,
3: next one would be Nels Anderson. Uh, so, he worked on Marco the Ninja. Ninja. The, n- oh, the oh, Ninja. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I slurred that. We talked about Ali Moss briefly. Yeah. Will Armstrong worked on Bioshock 2, Minerva's Den, and yep. also The Bureau.
5: He's the guy from the stretchy arms, right?
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that Armstrong. Both him and Ali Moss b- had worked for LucasArts, LucasFilm previously there's jane don't know how to pronounce her last name ng um she's worked on things like spore the godfather brutal legend
0: that's a very diverse she an animator by
3: chance yes she does a lot of things she does more like uh she's more like environment in lighting animation rather than like character yeah. no. she doesn't do like um chris remo who worked on things like gone home he did soundtracks that will mentioned i mean yeah. well nate that'd be nate um Boosh. Other things like Captain Bubblenut, uh 30 Flights of Loving, Space Base, DF9, James Benson. Are those people? Those are games. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yes, the 30 Flights of Loving is a person. <laughs> uh, James Benson worked on like Fable 3, Blind Forest. He's an animator. <laughs> Patrick Ewing, not the basketball player. He worked on... That was hockey. Uh, various, like, well, That's okay. okay, he's worked on... He was like an engineer with Twitter. And he did like pre Tumblr kind of like blogs and wrote things for like tabletop games. There's Ben Burbank who worked at Double Fine. And lastly, uh, Paolo Cericchio who worked on things like Deadpool and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. <laughs> so it's just an interesting how this small team is made up of people who've worked in like.
0: Yeah. Almost
3: like a group of developers. Yeah. And like there are like yeah. things that you were. How did these people go together? They've worked on completely different things, but it works because they all bring things together that I think you know, hope to shape their games. And I think like something like this, you you see
5: like where their, their future is headed. The two of the people you didn't bring up were the voice actors.
3: Well, yeah, they're not part of campus. Ant, but yes, they're
5: I can't not. remember what it was. I think it was beyond or some other podcast S- you're listening to where they were. The guy who does Henry is the guy who plays Harry Crane from Mad Men. So they were saying that, over the course of recording for this game, they made it a point that the two of them never actually met in person.
3: Yeah, I think they actually recorded from like I want to say they recorded from like their their residence. They didn't I don't think they went to a studio. I think they just kind of went to them. So they recorded like in
1: solidarity. Oh, that's awesome. I thought the the voice acting was the exceptional and the emotion d- that came across through walkie-talkies was like amazing. It honestly
4: might have either. been yeah, the some of the best voice acting I've ever heard in a game. Like it just sounded honest. It sounded like a real conversation between people. I was curious. Do you know if it was recorded at the same time? Like while they weren't together in the same room. Do you know if they recorded it at, like simultaneously, like through a call or I'm something? So they could be sure playing they off did
3: of each not. other. Not.
5: Yeah. From what we heard, I can't remember. It, I think it was the Beyond podcast they were talking about. I, it, where
3: they, I just. I think I read an article about Campo Santo when they were originally announcing and showing stuff that they had mentioned that oh yeah we got the guy and everybody's like who's that they're like oh it's the guy from madman and then they had mentioned things like yeah they did it separately and i I don't think it was like on a call where they so it was meant to be like they were completely never saw each other never talked to each other and it was just came together it's even Uh,
4: more so yeah i wish
1: you never brought that up i don't want to know
0: that that kind of
4: (laughs) yeah well now (laughs) you know and it's been spoiled for you (laughs) it feels did, good man yeah it just it feels yeah. it feels right it it doesn't
0: seem feels as good as the voice acting in gone home did
4: yeah it, it doesn't seem like the type of conversation that would be where just someone's reading lines from one side like it doesn't it never feels like someone's just reading a line and then like taking a pause it sounds like someone's reading a line and waiting for a response
1: yeah very reactionary to, to the tone and everything like that i thought so that's that's amazing that yeah. they recorded it that way i guess <clears throat> it's kind of disappointing yeah, I guess
4: the inflection and in the voice and stuff like that really feels like it plays off of what's being heard like it doesn't feel like it's someone that's just trying to gather the emotion based on a script
1: yeah but now we know
0: and that Will is what we call good voice acting
5: thanks so
1: now you
0: know <laughs> yeah yeah Will you know there you go
1: as far as the rest of the game let's all get our final thoughts on on the game I'll uh, start off with you Brian
3: firewatch is a tough game to summarize for me i liked parts of it but at the same time there were things that it definitely lacked and you could tell it was a i don't want to say a rushed job because i i think they put in the time and the effort i don't think they just threw something out but at the same time i think it was what they have going forward i think is is more important than what this game ended up ultimately being um Obviously, the game is short. I don't think the time was a problem. But I just think that a more fleshed-out game that expanded, like, giving them more time and more um, just more experience, like this being their first game as a studio together, you know, left some things where it was like, oh, I wish they had done this more. Like, I wish I could expand more um, or do a little bit more. um." That said... I liked that they took some time to do some things that you wouldn't normally think of in in these type of um, exploration, you know, for, uh, first-person exploration games or, as some people call them, walking simulators, where you could totally miss things and you could just, like, there were things that, like, hey, if you took the time to go explore this area, you could find things and see things that, n- not necessarily are important to the main story, but hey, if you wanted to do that, you could go find it. And so I liked that they took the time to kind of put in these hidden gems. Overall, I would say the game is kind of You know, okay. I didn't necessarily hate it. I didn't necessarily think it was a masterpiece in any way either. Um, But I'm just more looking forward to what Campo Santo puts out next and where they go from here. So I guess up next is Craig.
4: To lead off from that point, I'm actually more excited about where the studio is going based off of this. It feels like a great starting point for getting their legs under them of how to tell a story within this kind of format and looking at where they could go with this and kind of building the story around a more cohesive nature from start to finish where it doesn't kind of necessarily have a little bit of a jerk towards the middle of it of trying to go in a slightly different direction or in an entirely different direction that i think will benefit from more experience more time and just kind of being together and, and playing with the formats for a period but Overall, for the type of game that it is and for being like four hours, I think everyone I think it's one that you should experience while there might be obviously some points and some downfalls that we talked about throughout the podcast. I think overall it still is a good game and it's gorgeous it's uh, the story's interesting to get through and whether you do end up enjoying it or not, uh, I think it's still a worthy investment of your time to to mm-hmm. see where it goes and then also see kind of where the studio starts now and, and what they might be making for the next couple of years.
0: I thought this game was pretty good. Seven out of 10. What do you think, Will?
5: This, this game felt a lot like gone home to me. When I started this game and I saw that this, the subject matter that they were putting from in my face right at the very beginning, this tale of hurt and depression and um, running away and solidarity and all of these We've been hearing on the podcast about how this game is supposed to make you feel lonely and alone and maybe like, I see all those things that this game was trying for and it seems like a subject matter that really should have been pulling at my heartstrings the whole time. But at the end of the day, this never actually got the tears from me. I didn't cry during the course of this game, which I thought was should have been a given. So on the emotional level, I don't think that this game lived up to what it could have done. As far as the rest of the sto- the way they told the story, I thought it I did even though it got to me in that I was unable to control what I was doing the whole time. I did enjoy the that it was cutting from time to time because it didn't reach me emotionally. I feel like at the end of the day, this game is a 7 out of 10 finally for me to finish it off. I really enjoyed this game. I totally can hear the comparisons
1: to other interactive fiction, walking simulator, whatever you want to call it, these style games where it's not heavily action-oriented. However, I like this game as one of my favorites in the in the genre. Like uh, home, Gone Home is probably my favorite one, but um, there's l- many others that aren't brought up as often, like Dear Esther, I love that game, and Stanley Parable, and just tons of games. And I thought this game... Um, it kinda bothers me that it 's compared to the other one so much because I thought this game changed the mold board a little bit like it prevents the story in such a different way, and it changes its own story and it's it 's almost like For me, this game wasn't so focused on the plot. It was more like they changed the plot multiple times to show how these characters would react to it. And the the main focus of this game to me was the characters, the flawed characters that they had. And the fact these decisions that you were making weren't really decisions. It was just like dialogue options. But no matter what you did, these characters are going to do the same thing these are flawed characters. I thought that Henry was being selfish sometimes, but he was still a good guy. I thought he, um, like, saying things like, you can't take the job that you want is not something like I would normally pick, but putting that option to me right at the beginning of the game really set up the character for me. So I I love it when a game does that, like, spells out the character for me and, like, kind of gives me something to go with. I, I just, it really resonated to me a lot. I thought the... Voice acting and the dialogue in the game were just great, like I would chuckle and they had great chemistry between the the actors. Um, I thought the world was beautiful, um, it just was brought down by the frame rate drops and the slight graphical glitches. I just really wish they polished it a little bit more i would I would rate it so much higher if it, if it was and I might sound like i 'm praising this game so much. it did have its problems like I do like other other games more than it, but the things they did right they did so right it's it would just make sad i really wanted to give it an eight but i I just wish they took a little bit more time just polished it up a little bit
5: more i think i'm gonna have to give this a 7.5 This brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the Emotive Pixels Podcast. If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep keep on playing. playing!